Super Talk Mississippi media production. Running a business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWG Employer Services You're listening to Sports Talk Mississippi On Demand, presented by Pearl River Resort. Escape to Choctaw, Mississippi and enjoy world-class gaming, the Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, and Geyser Falls Water Park. Escape to Pearl River Resort. To the junction, in the grove, and to the top. This, this is Sports Talk Mississippi. On your radio and in the game. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Good Tuesday afternoon, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad, and you, thanks as always for being along for the ride with us. We have got a ton, an absolute ton to get to with you this afternoon. If you want to be a part of the conversation, join us on the C Spire text line at 601-879-4395. Get ready for faster phones. C Spire is rapidly expanding 5G as part of a billion-dollar investment into their 5G and fiber networks over the next three years. That means more coverage, more reliability, and more speed. Learn more at cspire.com. If... um. You got something that's on your mind? Hit us up on the Ceasefire text line. We're coming to you live from the Pearl River Resort Studios. Pearl River Resort, home of the sports book at Timeout Lounge. It is getting to be that time of year. Visit PearlRiverResort.com for more information. Hello, boys. What's up? You know what's grossly incompetent? Richard Cross. Uh, Well, yeah, but that's, you know. Not new news. The United Gross. States government, and I'm not talking oh, about... Again, not new news. Again. So, since 1776. I opted out of the early child tax credit thing. I like to do all my tax stuff on tax day. That's just kind of how I want to operate. Well, they yeah. sent me uh, two of the payments now already. I don't want them. I want that to be applied to my taxes. So I'm sitting here trying to opt out again... And in order to do that, I have to get a six-digit code sent to my cell phone. You want to know how many times I've put my number in the IRS's website to get them to send me this freaking code, and it has not arrived and won't arrive? How many? Six times. I've been here for an hour and 15 minutes trying to do this. Six times I have put my number into the IRS's website. Not a single message has come in. And these Imagine are the people the government was going to do its uh, job. That's I mean, th- this is insane. I, I, I mean, I, you know, far be it from it, it's, you know, it, it's my money that they're giving back to me just at a time that I don't want them to. So I, I feel dumb for complaining, but I want it to be <laughs> applied to my taxes in April because that's okay. a, that's a good bit of money that 
you know, can apply to all the stuff that I would owe because, of course, I don't, you know, I don't give them enough already. They just need to take a little bit more. <clears throat> but but this is just insane. I, I mean, what does the government do right, honestly? <clears throat> what do they do right? It's a simple website. I'm just trying to opt out of this thing. What do they do right? It's the most it, we, we talk about sports incompetency. You know, bad coaches, organizations. The Jets, until recently, have been run terribly. The Cleveland Browns have been the butt of jokes for decades. Stuff like that. The NCAA. You know, FIFA is uh, overtly corrupt. So is the Olympic Committee. There is nothing more incompetent in my daily life than the United States government because a little stuff like this. Um, Welcome to America. Somebody on the ceasefire text line says, and now, Borky, you are on a watch list. Yes. Probably. I mean, if, if, you know, at this point, I, I go to like three places in the world. So if they're tracking me, you know, if the vaccine put a tracking device in my arm, not a very interesting trail that I'm leaving out there for them. But, but this is just grocery store, hardware store, telesouth media. Yeah. And somebody's suggesting, and I wish I could do this, put it in his college fund. I, I want it to apply to my taxes in April. That's what I want this credit to go towards because that's when I want my tax money is on tax day. You're not. You're really not looking for a silver lining in this, are you? There's no I mean, such I, thing. No, I, I can come up with one. And um, I, I don't know if this is comforting or not. At least it's not the other way around. True, true. At least you haven't paid them money that you wanted to pay or you need them to return. At least they have given you a bit of an advance on the money. Yeah, I'm just... Even on. if it's not exactly where you want it to go, at least it's into your pocket and you have to figure out how to hold on to it versus out of your pocket in hoping that you can get it back. This this is just complete incompetence is what it is. It's just insanity. And... Again, I mean, you know, they, they sent me money at a time in which I don't want it. That is a little first-world problems, but all I'm trying to do is opt out of this, and it's impossible for me to do. It's impossible. So so I would be terrible at this because I'm not a great saver. I, I wish I was. I'm trying desperately to get better at that. But, I mean, theoretically, if you're a good saver, I think you seem to be a little more disciplined um, financially than I do. Could you just pop that money in a savings account and then pull it out of there and use it to pay if there's need with regard to taxes? I could. I would just rather hand the documents to my accountant, let him do it, and then, you know, that'd be the end of it. Just a, a pure convenience thing. Having money in a savings account to pull out, to apply to taxes seems, you know, frustrating. I guess. Uh, two ideas here on the ceasefire text line. One from Jake in the Delta. We know that Gerard is sharper than us financially all. He says, Gerard says simply don't cash the check, and then they will credit it on your taxes at the end of the year. It's direct deposit. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and then there's another that says, Borky, take the money and invest it. Uh, multiple people are encouraging you to invest this money into James's college fund. Yeah, and, and we've got one. There's not a whole lot in it, but th that's the thing. It's I need this to apply to my taxes on tax day so I don't have to write the government a check on tax day. I don't want to do that because they already take enough from me anyway. I, I want this to apply to them so I don't have to send them more of my money. 
that, I'm just that's impressed why. you pay your taxes at tax time instead of doing the uh, the extension and the extension and the extension. Well, I might have to next year, depending on what uh, what it looks like. But no, I, I'm very, you know, I get my forms, I submit them, and I'm done with it. Although I do love the fact, listen to Gallo at six tomorrow for more analysis on this, that uh, the government knows how much money you're supposed to give them, but they won't tell you. You have to figure it out, and if you don't get it right, they punish you for it. Why don't they just tell us what we're supposed to give them, since they already know? We have so much to get to, and yet this is fun. America. Um, uh, let's see more. Uh, it's just a matter of personal principle. Okay, that's fair. Uh, here's one. I got one direct deposit and then got a check yesterday. The government r- remains undefeated. Uh, here's one. The people who make up our federal government are living proof that our U.S. Constitution is the greatest governing document ever written by man. There might be something to that, by the way. The fact that it has survived 250 years, largely without being corrupted by whoever is elected at the time, and it's still a pretty, pretty solidly functioning Form of governance. Like Maybe there's something to that. There, there were some personal flaws with the founding fathers. Like they all weren't great guys. No, as it no, turns out. But at least they recognize that there are going to be a lot of bad and incompetent people that obtain leadership positions, and we should try to limit their ability to do things. Like, hey, thank you for that. Now we keep giving these clowns more power every year, but they can't get the basic stuff right. I mean, this is just basic. Like we could call up. A guy working at Mississippi College right now. Like, you know, he's getting a, a any kind of degree, a business degree, but, you know, he does computer programming on the side for a little extra cash, and he could get this to function better than these people, and God knows what they're getting paid to do this crap. A lot more than me, probably. And they get, you know, 60 days off a year or whatever it is. Every Columbus Day and Arbor Day and Flag Day, they get off. They never have to work. I mean, how many five-day work weeks do government employees actually have? You get to leave at 3.30. Borky on a soapbox on a Tuesday. Uh, it's just insane, he's, he's, man. He's guest hosting JT tomorrow. Uh, seriously, he's sign me up. It, it. I, I'm convinced that if we didn't auto-pull taxes out of our paychecks, People would have different political views than they do, and they would vote differently than than they do. If you had to write a check every tax day for all the money you owe instead of it getting auto-drawn, everybody would change their mind about government and their role in your life and everything if we did that. I swear that would work. Maybe so. Maybe so. I actually do have to fill in for uh, Gerard and the JT show on Friday. I might have you as a guest, Borky. That's a good call. Fire me up, man. Might have to go. Uh, might have I to haven't go had as exciting a day as, as Borky has. I just, you know, did a podcast. I had to go pick up my daughter's new glasses. Pretty, pretty, pretty standard, really, here in Starkville. So let me tell you what's coming up. We have a roster move, actually, a bunch of them, but one particular headline grabbing roster move in the NFL. We will continue our preview of teams around the SEC. South Carolina and Tennessee on the docket this afternoon. 
couple of guests, Ben Portnoy and Wes Rucker, coming up to talk about those teams. We'll talk Southern Miss football with Luke Johnson, who is finally back and ready to visit with us. We'll hear from Lane Kiffin. We will hear from Mike Leach and a whole lot more. Sports Talk Mississippi with you. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs, they're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive, Crossgates. Call them at 601-605-4443. While the left lane closed southbound on 55 between Woodrow Wilson and Fortification Street, scheduled to be uh, closed for about the next half hour or so. Expect delays elsewhere. Things looking pretty good so far this afternoon. Be sure to keep your speeds down through school zones. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. At Napa, we keep things moving. If it has wheels and an engine, we help keep it on the road. And if it's on the road, we have parts for it. And if you need a part, you can get it fast, like same-day pickup or next-day delivery fast. At Napa, when we're not thinking about cars, we're thinking about the people who drive them. Because when it comes to serving you and our community, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same-day pickup and next-day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. Real talk for real Mississippians. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi. Are you ready? On the Super Talk app. Supertalk.fm. And always on your local Super Talk Mississippi station. Jim's all borrowed, Queenie, I'm here first. 
Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday. So Timmy Tebow tried to make a comeback into the NFL after eight years removed from the league, last playing a quarterback, or playing as a quarterback. Came back with his college coach, who's now an NFL coach in Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, trying to make the team as a tight end. He lasted one preseason game, went viral for all the wrong reasons, multiple times actually, and now is not going to be a tight end in the NFL. His attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. 2007 Heisman Trophy winner was released earlier today as part of the first round of roster cuts in the NFL. Posted a message on Twitter. He said, quote, thankful for the highs and even the lows, the opportunities and the setbacks. I've never wanted to make decisions out of fear of failure, and I'm grateful for the chance to have pursued a dream. Thank you to the Jaguars organization and everyone who has supported me in this journey, and we know that God works all th- uh, through all things together for good Romans 8.28. So he signed a one-year contract with the Jaguars back on May 20th as a tight end. Um, it was okay through the spring and the first few days of training camp, but when the pads went on, it looked entirely different. This it's really, always... really easy to make fun of Tim Tebow. And you guys it can is. say, I told you so to me, all you want. That's fine. i got to be honest, though. I'm not the biggest Tebow guy. But I really respect somebody that's willing to take a very, very, very public chance and be willing to fail. I don't, I don't I'd be willing to fail at Jags training camp yeah, I mean, as well. Almost everybody would be willing to take that chance. That's not, you know. If, yeah, if but you Jacks don't have a Heisman today, Trophy and it doesn't a matter, great though. television job. If the Jacks called me and said, I have a good job, and if Jack said, hey, come out here and, and take it, I, I'd go. Yes, I understand what you're saying. I guess my point is, post-NFL, he has taken a shot at chasing a dream in baseball. And it didn't work out. And he's taken a shot at playing a position that he had never played before, at least not since like junior high, in the NFL. I mean, at the absolute highest level. And it didn't work out. And look, we don't have to feel sorry for Tim Tebow. I'm just saying... I respect the fact that he kind of put himself out there. I mean, I respect him, Tebow. That's, that's not the issue here. I, I did have an issue today with something that Ian Rappaport tweeted. He said, you know, he took he took a, a blah, blah, blah. It was a, risk, a risk-free uh, thing that the Jaguars did. And I was just like, it wasn't risk-free. You miss a block and somebody gets hurt. That That's, that's not risk-free. He could have very easily gotten that running back hurt Saturday night or Sunday night, whenever that was missing that block. So I wouldn't say it was risk-free. I have respect for Tim Tebow, and, and this is America. You can do whatever you want. I don't have a problem with that. But you know, Tim Tebow gets hate and support for the exact same reason. He's very public about his faith. There's some people who don't like that. There's some people who do like that. The people who do like that are the people who will support him no matter what. And, you know, the Jaguars and the Mets... They, they, and they're saying that's a good, it's just good marketing. It puts your name on the front page when you have Tim Tebow. You sell some extra jerseys when you have Tim Tebow. So that's you know, this, it was all for some publicity. 
This was there was no way he was getting past that first cut. He had no chance to make the team as a tight end, in my opinion. Publicity, maybe, but is it was it a calculated risk where the Jags go, eh, who knows? Maybe he goes out there and he's better than anybody thinks he can be. Yeah, maybe they thought that, but I have a feeling deep down they knew what was going to happen. I mean, th- this was the inevitable end. Uh, Colin Cowherd actually made a really good point today on his show. He said the media rarely nails it. And it's true, especially for me. But universally, everybody was like, nah, this isn't going to work. And it ended up, you know, they were right this time. Everybody knew that this was the end that it that it was going down. And I actually read something from a former NFL player today, and he said after watching that preseason game, Urban Meyer had no choice, meaning that the locker room would have revolted if that survived cuts, that they would have watched that and thought, this is inexcusable at this level. It would have been a disaster to keep him. That NFL players would not have accepted that after watching the tape and realizing that that individual just doesn't belong there, that it would have... Basically, the choice was taken out of Urban's hands, that he had to do it or else he would have lost his locker room before the first game. And there's there's something to the fact that he's been out of the league for a decade and no team had ever called him and said, hey, interested in coming to play tight end or want to try a different position until his former college head coach got to the NFL. I mean, you say, like, if everybody's like, well, he could have. No, because if he could have... Some other team would have said, get him into camp. But they didn't. It's going to surprise you probably a little bit, hey, Dad, to hear me say this. But it's not entirely different. I mean, it's different, but it's not entirely different from Chad Kelly. If Chad Kelly was good enough yes. to be an NFL quarterback, He'd be he one. would be, at the very least, the very least, in camp or on an NFL practice squad. Mm-hmm. He has had opportunities, and he actually showed that he was able to perform yeah. in those opportunities. Because he being was good on enough. his way to being the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, but he couldn't mm-hmm. stay out of trouble, yeah. and so he created a hill that was higher than his ability was able to climb. Being good enough isn't just about being good on the field. it's There's a whole package, especially as a quarterback. Tebow, you, you got no worries off the field, but on the field, he just could not hack it at this position. This is a position that requires a certain skill set that he just doesn't have because he's never been coached to have it. You can't just show up a month ahead but, of time but, and but say, But as okay, it pertains to Chad Kelly, yeah, it's so hard to find good quarterbacks in the NFL mm-hmm. that a team would have gotten past the issues that he had a few years ago in Denver if they believed he could legitimately help the team. But, I mean, he got a tryout in Indy where Frank Reich's the head coach. And, I mean, obviously there's a relationship there between Frank Reich and Jim Kelly from their time together in Buffalo. You had the relationship between Jim Kelly and and John Elway. It just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And and I hate that because I think Chad Kelly is an unbelievably good competitor. I do think he's talented. I think there was a time where he was talented enough to play in the NFL. Mm-hmm. 
That time has passed, though, now. But the farther that we've gotten away from where his athletic ability was and the injuries that he's had to overcome on top of the issues that he's had off the field, it just wasn't going to work. One, one but he hasn't been up. away from the field nearly as long as Tim Tebow had been away from the field. One thing Not that even this uh, does show us, by the way, what kind of freak of nature is Taysom Hill? Today, yesterday, man, it, it's crazy that he's that he has made this successful transition, and it still could. I mean, I don't think he will be, but could be a starting quarterback in this league. I mean. That tells you something. And if he loses that job, he'll step right down to play flex and be good at he'll it. Play flex and be good at it. Play wide receiver and be good at it. He can return kicks. I mean, that guy is a, a real unicorn. He is. And that's what he's going to end up doing, right? He's going to go back to that flex position, and he's going to help the Saints. Oh, he's going to be paid handsomely for it. There's a reason they drafted Ian Book. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I, again, th- this could all be true. You know, sometimes you just got to listen to people when they're telling you something. I mean, everybody swears up and down that Taysom Hill not only can win the job, that it's neck and neck, and there's been no separation and all that. But everything they've done this offseason tells you what's going to happen. I mean, why do you need Ian Book yeah. if Taysom was going to be your guy? You need Ian Book because you're going to slap Taysom back into his role he needs somebody to play quarterback if Jameis goes down. Yeah. And if Jameis Winston goes down, it could be that in a pinch, Taysom Hill comes in and plays quarterback for the Saints. On a short-term thing like last year, yeah. If it's like week two out for the season? No. Yeah, I think, yeah. If In the middle of a game, they might go to Taysom if there was an injury. But if they had a week to prepare, it would be Ian Book. I don't even know that it's about whether or not Taysom is good enough to play quarterback or not. I think the answer to that question is no. He's not good enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Does Sean Payton look at this and say, we'll do right by him and give him a chance? That's what it feels but like. But he actually helps our team more playing the position that he has been playing. And so we'll keep him happy, and then we'll get him back to where he needs to be. And if it's neck and neck, don't you want to... Start Jameis and then play the guy at flex and all that? You would think. Sports Talk Mississippi. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, a slight chance of rain as well, partly cloudy, low around 74. Your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. And for your Thursday, a 70% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you and your vehicle. Quality vehicles, affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. The Gallo Radio Show is brought to you in part by TrustCare, where you'll find a team of experienced, knowledgeable, and friendly staff. Visit TrustCareHealth.com to schedule an appointment today. 
Trust Care. Feel better faster. Mississippi Braves baseball is back and offers an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start at $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com. Take in the excitement of the return of Embraves baseball this season with one of our Flex Ticket packages. Flex Tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex Tickets come in 4 to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a Flex Ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4. Or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The latest report from the Mississippi State Department of Health includes just over 3,300 new cases of COVID-19, which brings the state's total to over 392,000. The confirmation of 67 deaths is the highest one-day report since early February. To date, 7,880 Mississippians have passed away from the virus. And as the situation in Afghanistan unfolds, plans to house up to 22,000 Afghans and their families at military installations are in the works. Appearing on Supertalk Mississippi, Mike Retzer, the former ambassador to Tanzania and former Mississippi GOP chairman, said the situation is tragic. The people there evidently are unwilling to stand up and fight for a reasonable government, and the people who are willing to fight the Taliban, well, they're in possession of. Several thousand U.S. service members arriving in Afghanistan will be there for the next couple of weeks to help with the evacuations. One of the things I enjoy most about raising catfish is the end result, the fish on the truck headed to the plant. I like that because we raised a good product with a, with a good team and a good uh, result from, from all the hard work that we've done. I'm Terry Cruz, and I'm proud to be your 2020 Arkansas Catfish Farmer of the Year. We all have to eat, so if you're going to eat, eat U.S. farm-raised catfish. With the surge in COVID-19 cases, Mississippi's hospitals are overwhelmed. The best way to stay out of the hospital and avoid serious illness and even death from COVID is to get vaccinated. I'm Gerard Gibbert, and I got vaccinated after discussing with my personal physician and many doctor friends. Vaccines are safe and effective, but they only work if you get the shot. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or calling 800-232-0233. This message is brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi Media. Super Talk Mississippi. 
Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. This is Sports Talk. This is sports Talk. Mississippi. Woo-hoo! I say sports fans. Now, here's more on Super Talk Mississippi. All right. All right, time to return to our previews of SEC teams. We'll do a couple of those today. Tennessee coming up a little bit later. And the 4 o'clock hour, Wes Rucker will join us. But right now, we go to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Ben Portnoy, a name that is familiar here in the Magnolia State. In a uh, former life, not too terribly long ago, he was writing and covering uh, Mississippi State. He's now covering South Carolina. He's the beat writer for the Gamecocks at the State in Columbia. Ben, thanks for joining us this afternoon can you find reasons for optimism surrounding this South Carolina team? <laughs> What's up, y'all? appreciate you guys having me, first of all. But, uh, no, I mean, I think there's a few things to get excited about. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Um, I, I think that Shane Beamer's got a tall task ahead of him. I think, you know, it's still a program that's won, what, six games in the last two years. It's not exactly a winning tradition of late. Um, and you know, there's that piece of it, but I mean, there's enough guys on this team where you think, okay, they might be able to win a couple of games and do something or beat someone they shouldn't, um, you know, like when you look at the defensive line, there's a handful of guys that are former five-star recruits and Zach Pickens and Jordan Birch. Uh, there's a lot of guys on that defensive line too, that have been here a long time, former four-star guys. I mean, you know, Will Muschamp had his issues, but he, he recruited largely pretty well. I mean, he had a lot of guys that busted, but you know, generally speaking, if you look at rankings and that kind of thing, you know, Muschamp did a pretty good job filling this team. Uh, Marshawn Lloyd's a guy that people are really excited about at running back. Uh, he's a former top 50 recruit and kind of picks South Carolina out of nowhere. Uh, in the class 2020, he tore an ACL in, uh, in fall camp last year and, and is back and ready to go. And, and Kevin Harris comes back and, you know, led the SEC in rushing last year, went for over 1,100 yards in just 10 games. So, um, I, I think there's enough pieces where you think, okay, maybe they can figure something out. Maybe they can make something work. I mean, you know, no one's saying, and, you know, at least no one in the right mind is saying that this team should go and, you know, be competing for an SEC East title or anything like that. But, sure. I mean, there's enough pieces there that they should be able to win a couple of games. Then, because we are in a world where coaches get paid so much and fans have so little patience, I don't even know if this is applicable. But, should this be a kind of a year zero for Coach Beamer? Almost like not even count yeah. because he's got to figure out a way to kind of build it and give themselves a chance to get moving in the right direction? Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I mean, I think that, you know, when you look at it, this is a rebuilding process. And, you know, whether people want to say that or not or whether the fan base wants to admit that or not, I mean, again, this is a team that's won six games in two years. It's not – you know, the team hasn't exactly been, is still a little bit removed and not, frankly, not that far removed from the really, a couple of 11 win seasons under Spurrier and a nine win yeah. year under Muschamp. Um, yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. No, yeah. I just was um, agreeing. I mean, it's not that long ago that they went, what, 11 wins in back to back seasons? 
It's three straight 11-win seasons between uh, 2011 and 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I mean, yeah, like this is a team that's the, the, tr- the history and the, and the glory years or whatever you want to call it are, are not that far removed. But when you look at the last two, three years, you look at the way last year ended with a lot of guys opting out, leaving the program, um, you, you know, those things add up. And you've you got to rebuild a roster. And that takes time. I mean, it really does take two or three years. And then transfers can plug holes, and Shane Beamer hits the transfer market hard, and uh, they brought in nine transfers uh, over the offseason. And that's a lot, and that can help, but you can't build a whole roster off of transfers. I mean, you've got to be able to develop your own guys. And um, that takes time. I mean, they've got a class that's ranked in the top 20 right now and I think fifth or sixth in the SEC right now. Um, so, you know, if those things add up and you stack classes on top of classes, you know, theoretically you'd get some depth and build up some guys. But it, it takes time. I, you know, I, 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 re, I do really think that, you know, it, it is a little bit of a year zero. I, you know, what I've said mostly is as long as South Carolina doesn't go like 2-10, and 10, that's probably a win for Shane Beamer and company. Hey, son, it's your dad. Uh, you know me. I've been I've been hard on Shane Beamer. I've been I've been saying stuff like you know that I think that he's just the head coach because his last name is Beamer, more than anything else. You've had the chance now to talk with him a number of times, and 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 you know dealing with the media there. Just what are your early impressions of him? You know, you've been around some successful head coaches. Do you do you think he fits into that mold? What's going on, tops? Um, <laughs> no, but I think that. Uh... I think that, uh, you know, this is actually an interesting conversation. I talked to uh, Sylvester Croom last week, and Mississippi State folks, for better or worse, will remember Ooh. Croom. And, um, you know, I was, talking, I was talking to Sylvester about, Coach Croom, about, uh, uh, you know, having Shane on his staff. And at that point, Shane was 25, 26, and was coaching cornerbacks and uh, was on the offensive side. He flipped sides of the ball um, during his time at Mississippi State. But, you know, the point was, like, you know, the thing that Sylvester said was that there were uh, – you know, he was a guy that they knew they weren't going to hold on to him for very long. They knew that he was a head, good good coach. They knew that other people were going to want him, hire him into a bigger position, that kind of thing. And, you know, I think that the, the knock on Shane has always been that he wasn't a coordinator, and I get that to some degree. Um, but at the same time, you know, Dabo Sweeney wasn't a coordinator before that either. Um, you know, there are guys that have kind of bucked that trend, and, you know, largely head coaches have been coordinators. And I get that, but... I think that, you know, when you look at Shane and what he's doing, like, I think he generally says the right things. I think he is, you know, learning how to manage and be a CEO. And that's, you know, the hardest part of going from a head coach or, you know, a position coach to a head coach, right? You got, instead of 15 guys, you got to deal with 115. And and that's a hard transition. Um, But I think that he's largely hired a group of guys that he wants to sort of let them do their jobs and, you know, manage from a more meta perspective. And, you know, it seems to have done that. Um, you know, I give him credit. He's had some. He had some trouble filling the staff, but has you know seemingly you know hired guys that that know what they're doing. And um, you know, there's a couple of guys on the staff who I think really highly of and, and are really highly thought of in in the business. So um, you know, it, it, it's interesting. I think that it's a transition. I, I think that you know, for Shane, it's always been you know, hey, you're Frank's kid, and and kind of trying to get out of that shadow. Um, and Shane fought that his whole life, and I think that's a hard thing to do, especially when your dad is as successful as, as Frank Beamer was at Virginia Tech. Um, and that's, you know, that's a difficult position to be in, but, I mean, if you look at it, like, he's been a part of some of the most impressive programs in the, you know, last decade, really. You know, he coached at Georgia, he coached at Oklahoma and Virginia Tech for his dad a little bit. He, he was coaching at South Carolina when Spurrier got things rolling. Like, he was the recruiting coordinator at South Carolina from 2007 to 2010, if I have the dates right. You know, 
11 win seasons came in 2011, 2012, and 2013. Like, the guys that were winning those games were guys that Beamer oversaw their recruitment. So, um, you know, he's clearly been a part of teams that have rolled and done well. It's just, you know, being a head coach is, is a little bit of a different animal. Ben, real quick on this quarterback situation. So Luke Doty projected to be the starter. He's hurt. Don't know if he's even going to be available for the opener, although Shane Beamer seems to not think that it's a season-ending deal. And so now a GA perhaps is in the mix. A walk-on is running number two at practice. What in the world is this going to look like at QB? we got about a minute and a half left. Yeah, it's been a little bit of a mess, uh, full disclosure. But, uh, you know, I think that South Carolina is figuring it out. I think that Jason Brown, who's an FCS transfer, he played at St. Francis. Uh, excuse my dog whining in the background. But, um, you know, he's a guy that's played in 18 games at the FCS level. was pretty productive. I think he had 28 touchdowns and six interceptions. Um, but, you know, I, I think that's probably who you end up seeing trotting out on day one. Freshman uh, Colton Gauthier was a uh, – you know, three-star recruit, but it's a guy they're really high on maybe down the road. And, you know, yeah, like you mentioned, Zeb Nolan, who who played at Iowa State and played at North Dakota State, backed up Trey Lance. So, um, you know, there, there are guys in that room. It's been a little bit of a smorgasbord. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's you know, my guess, my guess is as good as any – or your guess is as good as anyone's because uh, it's, it's a little bit of a mess right now, and we'll see what happens. Um, I guess right, the hope is that... basically that Luke Doty can get healthy. Last thing for you. Does South Carolina win a league game? And if they do, who is the most likely victim? Oh, I think they're going to win a league game, and I, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win more than one, honestly. I think they beat Vanderbilt for sure. Um, I think that Vanderbilt's got a long way to go. And, you know, I think Clark, Clark Lee's a good head coach and, and can do good things there. But, you know, that's a program that really, really is it has a lot to flip over and improve on. Um, you know, that said, I mean, I think that Vanderbilt's a team they can beat. I think. Uh, you know, I think Tennessee is, you know, we'll see. I'm not convinced that Josh Heupel's a guy that, that can do really good things um, there. But I, I think there's some games on this schedule that, uh, you know, like I, I think they can go steal one. You know, you play Kentucky at home. Maybe you can beat Kentucky. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would circle Vanderbilt and then probably, I guess, Tennessee would be my next guess. All right. It's going to be interesting to see year one for Shane Beamer in South Carolina. Ben Portnoy writes at the state, covers the Gamecocks. Ben, great catching up with you, man. Good to hear from you. Yeah, guys, great catching up with you guys, too, and uh, appreciate you guys having me. Absolutely. Hope to catch up with you again as the season goes along. That's Ben Portnoy. He is at the state, covers the South Carolina Gamecocks. And Ben joined us on the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. The non-conference games, Eastern Illinois, East Carolina on the road, Troy, and Clemson. Probably need to go 3-1 and one in those four games. Yeah. Don't the discount the Pirates. Games, oh, yeah, don't, don't, don't discount the Pirates. That's fair, especially with that game being... Uh, on the road. Crossover games from the West. They got to go to Texas A&M whew, and uh, host Auburn in the final SEC game. Uh, and that's the week before they play Clemson. A daunting schedule for a South Carolina team that has struggled. You heard Ben say it a couple of times six wins combined. In the last two years, Sports Talk Mississippi with you streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be right back.
from the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving you glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Looking pretty good for the drive home so far. No wrecks or breakdowns. That construction on 55 southbound has been cleared for the day. Uh, Traffic getting back up to speed. You shouldn't see any more delays. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. DNS Diamonds is a quaint little jewelry store located on Market Street in Flowood. Our specialty is offering great values on jewelry you typically won't see in other stores. From antique and estate to our own custom designs. From decadent to affordable. You never know what you'll find on your next visit to DNS. And if you have unwanted, broken, or out of style jewelry, we can purchase it, consign it, or help you repurpose it. DNS Diamonds, where the end stands for Newton. 144 Market Street between Mia Bellas and the Great American Cookies. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. At Green Home Solutions, we make air better. Indoor air pollution can cause health risks, such as asthma, eye issues, itchy and sore throats, respiratory problems, and skin irritations. Green Home Solutions provides you the indoor air quality you want for your home or business without indoor air pollutions and without the use of harmful chemicals. Create a balanced, healthy, and clean environment with Green Home Solutions. We make air better. Call me, owner Michael Keaton, at 601-988-7840 or look for us on Facebook. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your Central Mississippi Boating Headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, the dealership that's service-built. In the metro area, the houses talk. Hey, Jan, how's it going today? Hey, Barney. You're not sold yet? No, my shutters need replacing, my floors need unbuckling, my boudoirs need updating. Well, my person called Will White with the price, and Will White said the price was right. No updating, no nothing. I'm sold as of tomorrow. Call Will White. He buys houses. 601-401-4323. 601-401-4323. Or online at homebuyersms.com. This is Jake Mangum for Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. One of the most underrated attributes in baseball is determination. It's one thing to want to do something and another altogether to get it done. That's why I love the team at Farm Bureau. They get the job done every single time. If you aren't already on the team, it's time to join Farm Bureau. Visit FabRates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at MSFDINS.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats. Slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber-fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
Find out what's happening in Mississippi politics and what it means to you on the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1 on Super Talk Mississippi. Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Let me put it to you this way. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Visiting with Ben Portnoy from the state in Columbia, South Carolina, covers the Gamecocks. It's no fun covering a bad football team. You know, whether whether you want to see a team do well or not, whether you have any rooting interest, I'm not trying to get into, like, Big J, Little J stuff. But it's more fun to cover a team that's good and has interesting stories and is winning some games. Yeah. I'm not convinced South Carolina is going to win... Certainly not many games. If they go, if they go four and eight, frankly, this year was not a disaster for them. You guys think I'm wrong with that? When you look at South Carolina's schedule, Eastern Illinois at home at East Carolina. Hopefully, for their sake, they start two and zero. Borky, your point about East Carolina is well received, although it's not (laughs) as good in East Carolina as it was years ago. No, not Just a really. few years ago. Uh, then you go, what, at Georgia? Probably a loss. Kentucky at home? Probably a loss. Troy, they should win that game, you would think, although Troy's not usually terrible. Tennessee on the road is winnable. Vanderbilt at home is winnable. That may be their last winnable game. I'm not sure that yeah. South Carolina wins another game after October 16th. They go to A&M, have an open date. Host Florida, go to Missouri, go uh, host Auburn, and host Clemson, and that would be a tough way to finish the season. You go zero and five over your final five games. Yeah, with you're sitting there with likely a couple of severe beatdowns as part of that zero and five stretch. Yeesh, that's tough. It is tough, but that's that's sort of the world they live in. I agree with you. I mean, if they go four and eight, if they're three and one in the non conference and they beat Vanderbilt. I mean, it's got to be painful to hear that. But, yeah, that's a good building block for year two for Shane Beamer. You know, and in year two, you like to see him get to six and six. You know, win those three of your non-conference games, beat Vanderbilt, beat Tennessee or Missouri or Kentucky, and find another one to get to six and six. And that's 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 the building process. Yeah, he's not coming in here and going eight and four in year one. And anybody who thinks that is 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 fooling themselves and doing Beamer a disservice, quite honestly. Vorky, can you even make a little bit of an argument for a win in one of those five games at the end of the season? I mean, aside from any given Saturday, likely not. I mean, their situation is dire. I mean, it's not a joke. This is really what they're having to do. Because their quarterback was injured, and maybe it's not for the season, but because their presumed starter was injured, their room is so thin that they're taking a GA who has a year of eligibility left, as it turns out, 
and turning him into a quarterback. They're giving him a helmet and shoulder pads and are telling him to suit up because they have no other options and they need a body in the quarterback room to exist. Now, the guy was Trey Lance's backup at North Dakota State last year. He is clearly at least competent. You know, I mean, he's played quarterback before, but that's what they're having to do. And it's not just quarterback. They have a good running back, a good defensive end, and holes everywhere else. Everywhere else on that roster. The only team that has more presumable holes is Vanderbilt. And that's probably a push. I can make a case for one. I mean, they did beat Auburn last year. They get him at home. Bo Nix isn't a world beater. He's terrible on the road. Maybe, that's that's the most that's the, the that's the most likely of all five of them. I'll tell you that. Ceasefire text line. How does a program get in such terrible shape? It's like there hasn't even been a coach there in previous years. There wasn't. His name was Will Muschamp. Well, what happens is you have brought in some players, though. I mean, <laughs> it, I mean, it wasn't but, his inability to recruit. It's. It, the turnover w- w- was especially bad after this year. I mean, they lost a bunch of players after Muschamp got fired. I mean, if you remember, a bunch of guys opted out and transferred. You had a couple early entrants to the NFL. Quarterback gets hurt. Guy that was going to go play for you at South Carolina chooses to go somewhere else at the quarterback position because you fire Muschamp, and then you go through the coaching search process, and you hire Beamer when it's way too late. And he signs the number 80-whatever recruiting class in the country. So it's a lot of that. It's harder to fire coaches now than it's ever been. Because you put the right. next guy in year one at more of a disadvantage than you've ever had. And yet it happens right. faster and more often than it ever has. Yep. Ryan Helinski left South Carolina, and now he's the backup at Northwestern. Yeah, he didn't even win the, the job. starting job there. So, I mean, Well, in fairness, a former five-star there. Clemson signee beat him out. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, is that is that Chase Bryce? No, it's uh, it's another Clemson guy, not Chase oh Bryce. How many Clemson guys are? There? <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it was a Clemson South Carolina battle for the Northwestern quarterback spot, and the Clemson guy won, as is tradition. Luke Johnson will join us when we come back to start the four o'clock hour. We'll get a check in from Southern Miss camp as the Golden Eagles get closer to the start of the season. This is Sports Talk Mississippi. I'm Rich Dennison. U.S. and NATO evacuation flights have resumed in Kabul, Afghanistan. 3,500 American troops are at the airport. There are interactions at the airport uh, by our commanders with uh, uh, Taliban leaders uh, out in town. Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby says the mission is still expected to wrap up by the end of the month. Fox's Rachel Sutherland in Washington. Rescue efforts in Haiti are being hampered by Tropical Storm Grace, which is hitting the area where more than 1,400 died in Saturday's earthquake. Supplies are scarce. She is saying we are in the rain. We have no place to go. The school's shelter is not open. Where are the authorities? One hospital in Lake Kai is having to stash patients 
outdoors uncovered due to a lack of space. Fox's Evan Brown, America's listening to Fox News. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson, spelled F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, can help improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of specialized therapists are as unique as their name, providing a personalized approach to therapy and cutting-edge equipment. Physical, F-Y-Z-I-C-A-L, spelled different because we are different. Call today for your appointment, 601-487-2260. Research shows moving is one of life's most stressful events. But thanks to Two Men in a Truck Ridgeland, it doesn't have to be. We have everything you need. A professional team who will customize your move, a schedule to fit your convenience Monday through Saturday, and all of the necessary moving supplies, including free padding and stretch wrap to protect your belongings. Don't stress. Let Two Men in a Truck handle your home or business moving needs. Visit twomenandatruck.com for a free, no-obligation estimate. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A new Department of Health policy will expand the availability of a treatment that's been shown to reduce hospitalizations in those who contract COVID-19. Under the policy, patients can now receive monoclonal antibodies without having to see a doctor or practitioner first. A network of 40 centers of excellence are currently administering the treatment along with other private clinics across the state. Additionally, 10 teams have been requested from the federal government to help bolster the state's efforts in administering the treatment, and a clinic is now open at UMMC. For more information, visit supertalk.fm. And Mississippians receiving SNAP benefits will see their benefits increase by 25% starting on October 1st. The increase announced by the USDA on Monday is separate from the additional pandemic benefits. SNAP beneficiaries in Mississippi will see an increase of around $36 per month. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Hello, Archie Manning here. When you grow up in a town like Drew, you understand, once a Mississippian, always a Mississippian. I love this place and care about what happens here. Our doctors are telling us 95% of new hospital patients who have COVID did not get vaccinated. We know the vaccine works, but only if you get it. It's easy and it works. Please get vaccinated, my friends, and stay healthy. Sponsored by Delta Health Alliance. Go to getyourshotms.org. Hey, it's Lucky Buck, and I'm here to tell you about a new holiday. And unlike National Selfie Day, this one actually makes sense. It's First Tuesday. On the first Tuesday of every month, the Mississippi Lottery introduces new scratch-off games, and that is a reason to celebrate. So try your luck with fresh scratch-offs each month. And hey, take a selfie while you're playing. Oh, hold on. That one may be a keeper. Have fun, y'all. Must be 21 or over to play. Gambling problem? Call 888-777-9696. The city of New Orleans recently enacted a policy that you must show a proof of vaccination to enter certain establishments. So what can you do if you've misplaced your vaccine card? While the Mississippi Department of Health does not provide replacement vaccination cards, there is an online service that partners with state health departments to store immunization records, including proof of the COVID-19 vaccine. Registration is easy and only takes a few minutes. To find out how, visit supertalk.fm. And a famous Mississippian and Hall of Famer has teamed up with the Delta Health Alliance to encourage more people to get vaccinated. I'm Jerry Rice. When I hear what COVID is doing to the people of Mississippi, it makes me sad. But you and I, we fought too hard in life to not fight this together. 
The good news, this is really simple. If you want to stay healthy, get vaccinated. Stephen Gagliano, Super Talk Mississippi News. Is your business or home protected from power outages? Hurricanes cause widespread outages, with some lasting days and even weeks. Don't wait for a hurricane to hit. Prepare today with a standby residential or commercial generator from Taylor Power Systems. Give yourself an advantage over power outages with a Taylor Power standby generator. Give us a call today at 601-922-4444. Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who they give it to? Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the timeout lounge. Don't just be a fan, be a player, be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino. We're not just fans, we're here to play. All the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Nothing brings people together and forms a lasting bond like sports. Sports Talk Mississippi, covering your favorite teams like no one else. On the Super Talk app, supertalk.fm, and on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. Back with you on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. If you blink, you're going to miss this 4 o'clock hour. Luke Johnson getting set to join us, and then we will hear from Lane Kiffin, who amended some of what he had to say after Ole Miss's scrimmage on Sunday after going back and watching the film. And then at 4.37, Wes Rucker will join us. He covers the Tennessee Volunteers. But right now we go back to the Farm Bureau phone line, check out favorites.com, and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Luke, if I'm being honest, we were beginning to get a complex. You never, ever say no. I don't want to come on with you guys. And I think the last three or four times that Borky's tried to get you on, no, no, can't do it. We're starting to wonder about you. Richard, so give me a break. It was only two. One was he reached out, and I was studying for a, a final. I'm back in school now, and I was trying to knock that out. And then kind of semester break, my wife's getting ready for her last uh, last semester of nurse practitioner school, and so we snuck off to New Orleans for a couple days. So it was only twice. There you go. Good for you. Good for you. Hey, just random baseball nugget. You, you sent me a text. It was either last night or this morning. Uh, and it's a little disappointing, but I think you might have seen it coming. Gabe Shepard, uh, time coming to an end as a baseball player? Yeah, he was on the Eagle Hour with us today, and he had messed up uh, something in his lat uh, over the Christmas break, and that's what kind of you know triggered some of the, uh, the issues early in the spring. And he didn't realize that he'd been throwing with a torn labrum and then, and then got back right and fixed and was back up in, you know, the – Mid to, to high 90s and, and popped his UCL, UCL last week. And just uh, he would have had to have labor surgery and UCL surgery and just going to move on with his life. And he shared that with us today. So he was with us two segments on the Eagle Hour today if anybody wants to go back and just kind of listen to how he walked through that. But he'll still be around Southern Miss baseball and, and he'll finish his degree and then uh, proceed with life. 
All right, so uh, we'll keep an eye on baseball when the time is right, but we are so very close now to the start of the football season, a season that begins on Saturday, September 4th. That's when the Will Hall era officially begins on the road in Mobile against South Alabama, and this feels like a really important game to start the year, Will. Excuse me, Luke, thinking about Will Hall. But it is important. Yeah, you're exactly right for Will Hall. Uh, a lot of people in the Southern Miss camp um, were, were kind of clamoring possibly for uh, for Kane Womack to be the head coach. And, of course, he's down in, in South Al. But Southern Miss fans, of course, delighted now Will Hall's the head coach. But, yeah, it means a lot um, for him. Um, it means a lot for recruiting. It means a lot for the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And um, South Alabama is one of those uh, kind of regional programs that has really shot up in the last 10 years and where Southern Miss could go into Mobile historically and get whoever they wanted, not really – you know, able to do that um, without a fight now. And so a, a lot going on, but Southern Miss had their first scrimmage today uh, in full pads as they uh, completed practice number 10. So just looking forward to that. It's pretty wild. We're going to be in Mobile in, in uh, two and a half weeks. So at this point from camp, what stands out for you? Trey Lowe is your, is your quarterback. Um, and is a and- large human being. I don't know. If, I guess you've seen the pictures, but the, the best way to describe it, I, I asked Patrick McGee last week, you know, just kind of looking like what Ty Keyes looked like out on the practice field now that he's in college. And he said, when Ty Keyes stands next to Trey Lowe, it's like one of those before and after pictures. Trey Lowe is a massive human being. And he was big. You may have seen some pictures out of the Manning Passing Academy. He's big among his peers in college football. What do we expect to see from him on the field? Well, today there wasn't that much done. Uh, Will Hall specifically said they practiced 160 plays today, so it was a lot. Ooh. Both backup quarterbacks, T. Webb and uh, and Ty Keys, um, practiced today. And Will Hall just said after to the media, he just said their kind of heads were spinning and they didn't play very well. One of them needs to play better, or you got to feel like. You know, Southern Miss may roll into the season really only confident in one guy behind, you know, running the offense, and that might limit some of Will Hall's, uh, you know, play calling. Um, he, Lowe did get a touchdown today on the ground through an inter- through a pick six, but uh, missed a, missed one um, touchdown pass. Will Hall said, uh, but but threw some balls well. Jason Brownlee had a, a really nice catch, uh, but you, you got to wonder, you know, if. if they got to be confident in one of those other two guys uh, so that they can really, I think, open the playbook up a little more. Give me the name or a couple of names of some new faces that you think may stand out this year. That as the season goes along, we're talking about, wow, look, look at the impact that fill-in-the-blank has had. Um, on offense, specifically with uh, with running back, Frank Gore Jr., of course, uh, made a bunch of people miss today. He's going to be electric. But a guy that they're going to really put in there is, is Dejon uh, Richard. Came in from Hines, and he's going to provide a little more, little more beef. Um, Mayberry's more of a scat back. Gore Jr.'s put on a little weight, but but I think Richard has the opportunity to be really good in the running game. At wide receiver, DeQuan Bailey Brown. He's a shifty slot back. Um, he, he is an excellent route runner. Uh, anybody that uh, knows Southern Miss social media follows his his profile just because he shows his training and and he's he's going to be really good. He, he broke an ankle in the spring, but is back and 
should be should be all systems go for for Mobile. Um, another wide receiver, a more of a possession guy, is going to be Demarcus Jones. You're going to see probably with with Brownlee's explosiveness, he may get doubled, and that's going to open up some stuff for Demarcus Jones. And then offensively, uh, the, the tight ends. Will Hall's been really high on the tight ends in the last week. But Grayson Gunter, he was a graduate transfer from Arkansas and got the extra year this year, 6'5", 247. Uh, Will Hall calls him a complete tight end, and I think he's going to really shine on the offensive side of the ball. JP down in Pascagoula asked us something that you alluded to just a second ago about Dejan Richard. Um, making a strong enough push in training camp to split time with Frank Gore Jr. in the backfield, or do you think it's not as straightforward as that? I mean, it'll be more of a change of pace back. I mean, they know what they've got in Frank Gore, and, and he's everything that he did last year, he has shown even more. Put the ball on the ground today. Uh, we'll all talk about that. But, but I think Richard has the opportunity to be the change of pace back, more of a short yardage back. Um, but they know what they've got. I mean, Gore Jr., you, you wonder with his size, can he be a, a bell cow? I don't think anybody will, will be like his father, but there's some pretty good genes in that body for longevity. But Richard will be kind of the, uh, the, the second look other than Frank. Visiting with Luke Johnson, he's co-host of the Eagle Hour on Super Talk Hattiesburg and Super Talk Laurel. It's available on demand at supertalk.fm. If you want to check that at any time, you can uh, you can do just that. You know, Luke, there there have been there have been lots of different offensive styles through the years at, at, at Southern Miss, from what Jeff Bauer ran to what Coach Munkin ran to what. Uh, Jay Hobson ran and what they're trying to do with, with Will. But it feels like there's always been an identity that was kind of grounded in toughness and grinding it out and going to work. And I kind of feel like some of that was lost in recent years. Is that something that Will Hall recognizes and is trying to kind of go back and rebuild? Absolutely. Uh, he. He, his message has been over and over again, we've got to get back to who we've always been. And, I mean, just yesterday, kind of figuring out what we were going to see today, and he said, listen, we're not going to throw any tricks in this first scrimmage. We're basically going to see who can line up and whip somebody on the other side of the ball. So he's going back to that, that physical toughness. And you're going to see you know, the tight end is going to be heavily involved. At Tulane, you even saw him run two tight ends. Uh, sometimes in, in, with, with uh, that, that kind of package and, and even three sometimes out there in short yardage situations. But, you know, he's going to be a, a physical dude. And on the other side, uh, Austin Armstrong has said, you know, they're going to bring pressure. They're going to – Austin Armstrong told us on the Eagle Hour, you will not go home um, after watching Southern Miss. We may lose a game, but you will not say they did not hit somebody in the mouth. That's the type of identity that he wants to bring back. And uh, in the Duff Center, they've actually – uh, create a huge mural on the wall that says "Nasty Bunch." They're very aware that 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 uh, term and that phrase is, has not lived up to uh, their identity on defense, and he's trying to bring it back. So, last thing, you know, Will Hall. When we've talked to him, I know when you've talked to him, he's so upbeat, he's so energetic, he's so positive. It feels like there's a little bit different persona that comes out at practice. Is that true? I mean, he's the same dude. Uh, I mean, right now, he just finished up painting the, the Eagle Walk with, with the incoming students at Southern Miss. Saw that. So, yeah. So, he, he's, he is out there, and, and I think really what you see is what you get. It just may, it's not two sides of the same coin. It's just 
I mean, he's going to be upbeat. And, and remember, more at, at practice, I mean, he's a quarterback's coach. He's an offensive coordinator. He's a head coach. But, I mean, he said today, he said, I stunk it up. My guy stunk it up. I got to get better. He was talking about the quarterback play today. So, hmm. for, for the most part, it's what you see, what you get with Will Hall. Well, it's certainly going to be fun to watch year number one, which begins on September 4th down in Mobile against South Alabama. Good to have you back, Luke. We'll talk to you soon. Hi, guys. Have a great day. Luke Johnson, co-host of the Eagle Hour on Super Talk Laurel and Super Talk Hattiesburg and available online at supertalk.fm. When we come back, we will hear from Ole Miss coach Lane Kiffin after meeting with the media following today's practice. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. Looking pretty good for the drive home so far. No wrecks or breakdowns. That construction on 55 southbound has been cleared for the day. Uh, Traffic getting back up to speed. You shouldn't see any more delays. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. When your gears aren't doing exactly what they need to do, Coleman Taylor Transmission is the one for you. With 60 years in business, our professional ASC certified technicians at Coleman Taylor Transmission have the experience and training to provide automatic transmission repairs, rebuilds, transmission flushes, and much, much more. And ask about our free towing and free diagnostics as well. Call 601-355-8526. 601-355-8526. Or online at ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. That's ColemanTaylorJacksonMS.com. Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live-burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Famine. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. It's back. That's why school is back in session. That means it's time for our back-to-school super sale at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. School is back, and so is carpool and traffic. We're here to put you into a new ride so you can get to school in style while saving your cash. Pay just $3.29 per month on the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross or pay only $1.99 per month on new 2021 Mitsubishi Mirage G4s. Plus, get a free 40-inch TV with every purchase. We want your old vehicle. Bring it in, and we'll buy it even if you don't buy a new vehicle from us. Ridgeland Mitsubishi is the key. Credit. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Our team of experts is ready to get you approved, no matter your past credit history. School is back in session, so come get your deal now at Richland Mitsubishi, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road, call 896-9600 today, or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Richland Mitsubishi. Eclipse stock number 1772, Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1795, 1999-3.9, 7.8.4, 1.0, here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. The sports. 
This is Sports Talk Mississippi. Sounds good. On Super Talk Mississippi. Back on Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We're going to unpack, or we're going to try to, in the 5 o'clock hour, some of what happened in the scrimmages in Starkville and Oxford over the weekend. We do know that Lane Kiffin, in his immediate reaction, was not terribly pleased with what he saw, especially from his defense. But then he had a chance to go back and watch the film, and he changed some of those observations. Earlier today, this was Lane Kiffin following Ole Miss's practice. Hey, Lane, I, I presume you've had the opportunity to kind of soak in Sunday scrimmage, watch film, things like that. Just what your general impressions are. Yeah, that's why I don't really, you know, love making big comments directly after, you know, game, but especially a scrimmage because you got a lot of stuff going on. And um, so after watching it, you know, what got mixed in there is all the scoring and points and, you know, not taking into account when it was ones, twos, and ones, ones. And so really, after looking at it, you know, and separating those, our one defense played pretty well. Um, obviously, that would mean our two defense did not, two and threes, um, because of all the scoring. But, you know, going back over it, there was some very positive things on defense with the ones. So, um, that also means our two offense got to get better also. Yeah, I, I was just going to ask if your evaluation of things had, had changed. It's, it sounds like it, it's a little bit different than it was right afterward. Yeah. I was going to ask you about Henry Parrish. I know he missed some time last season, but when he came in, he looked to be pretty impactful. What, what kind of a back can he be long-term and also this season? What are you expecting from him? I think Henry's a special player with a very high ceiling. Um, skinny kid when he came in here. Um, you know, looks completely different already, and I think we'll continue to. Um, you know, he was, I'm sure he would tell you, he was probably coming to FAU, you know, when we left there. And, you know, so we had recruited him a long time, was, you know, very aware how good he could become, um, you know, and how special, you know, he could be. So um, I think that we'll see really good things out of him. Uh, just curious about what you can tell us about practice this morning. How did it go with them coming back? from a day off and after the scrimmage and uh, uh, just anything of any significance that you deemed this morning? I think it was good. I felt like it wasn't as hot. I don't check the temperature every day like you know a lot of coaches do, but it didn't feel like that. So um, I thought they, they did good. Um, it was a well-needed day off, you know, after an unrealistic scrimmage, which had a Padded practice the day before, you know, which obviously would never happen. So you got to push that way early in camp. So good to see them respond. Uh, a couple of turnovers on the defense today, which we did not see Saturday, Sunday. So that was good. I, I know we're getting Momo uh, later. How, how has he looked in over the last or the first week of camp, and how big a piece is he going to be if this defense is going to improve? Well, we've moved guys around a lot. Have some, you know, new guys at multiple positions, including a new linebacker. Um, you know, that has a lot of experience. So those guys are shuffling in there, and um, you know, we're looking at also different schemes to play too. So 
uh, we expect really big things out of them. At this point in camp, do you start install with Louisville yet, or do you kind of hold off until it gets closer? No, we don't. I mean, as coaches, we know there may be things that we want to look at, but it's not the players don't know that. <clears throat> Coach, could you talk a little bit about how it reaches them to camp? Um, I missed the last part of that. Otis. Who's that? How is Otis Reese progressed? Oh, yeah. Um, Otis has done a great job. Um, he's playing multiple spots for us, and I think, you know, should be one of the best players on our team. I know tackling was something that you brought up after after that. Uh, is that just, I know, it, I think it was like your guys' second fully had practice. Is it, was that just, is it rust? How, how do you guys kind of get better on that? Well, when we broke it down, it wasn't as much with the ones, um, but in defense, like I said right afterwards, too, you know, that's too, unfortunately, kind of expected, but probably going to happen, you know, first time out, um, really tackling each other. So, you know, we need to improve on that. Lane, at this stage of camp, I know we periodically ask you this about the, the freshmen that are out there, the new guys, but after a couple more days of practice and the scrimmage, uh, You've mentioned a couple of guys. Anybody else impressed you that are newcomers, not necessarily freshmen, uh, to the program at this point? I think a lot of guys are struggling um, from a physical standpoint because that first week is so hard. So a number of those guys are limited, um, you know, especially the, the new receivers, you know, are, are barely doing very much. Um, I would say <clears throat> Marquise Brown has really shown up a lot. Made some splash plays, gave up some plays too, but, um, you know, off the top of my head, you know, there'd be, there'd be a new guy that has really, you know, shown some ceiling. I know you don't discuss injuries in depth, uh, but everything's still in the kind of bang and bruise category right now. There's nothing. Yep. I have no significant. I know it's still 20 days or so till, till the game. You, this week you push real hard, and then next week start scaling back, or how does what's kind of just the schedule of how you conduct the rest of, of camp? Yeah, we push mentally and physically this week, um, you know, and then start to scale back mentally for sure um, with install, and then later in that next week physically. Is anyone standing out in that group of pass rushers you have on the edge, the Demon Clowney's, Jaquivon Brown, Cedric Johnson type guys that uh, that kind of merge there? Yeah, Cedric and Clowney have <clears throat> have really stood out. Um, you know, for younger players, have really high ceilings, um, really good pass rush ability. And expect a lot of those out of those guys at an area of definite need for improvement from last year. I was curious if you, if you could speak again to the importance of the 100% vaccination and what a relief it must be for you as a coach. Yeah, it really is not to think about having to, you know, have different rules for guys. And, um, again, that's a lot of credit to our players, to our staff, to our whole building, you know, to be the first people to do that and, you know, to, I, I hope, inspire other people. I think it's almost made other teams, from what I've heard inside of programs, be competitive to match that, which is great. Um, and hopefully the people of Mississippi. So I said it before, I'm sure it's criticized, but, you know, the more around it and the more information we continue to get, I think it's just completely selfish not to, you know, especially when you're going to be around people, especially elderly people. Initially, now it's any people to be around. So it's just 
how I feel. Coach, what's the number one thing that you need to see out of all areas of the ball, just in this last area of fall camp, before feeling fully confident heading into Louisville? <clears throat> I think depth. Um, like I said, the first defense played pretty good. The first offense played pretty good. We've got to develop depth, get special teams, um, you know, figured out, and you know, make sure that we're winning turnover margin. I, I hate to ask another COVID question, but. With you guys getting to 100% vaccinated, and there are a lot of teams, and I'd probably say most across the country, are still struggling with that. Have you heard from other coaches asking you, hey, how did you guys do this? What did, what was the process? Yeah, we've heard a lot, whether it's me, assistants, whether it's, <clears throat> you know, especially training room, you know, medical staff of other people calling. You know, it's not like we're in a competition here, you know, to win and not get other people like you normally would in, in sports, you know. So <clears throat> we've shared those things, and um, ho- hopefully it's helped even within our conference. It's an interesting way to look at the whole vaccination conversation is that, you know, Lane Kiffin will Miss, if, if they want to, they can claim, yeah, we were the first to be 100% vaccinated and claim that publicly. Hang the banner. Maybe I wasn't going to say it. Next to the 2003 SEC West Co-Champions banner. Thought that, this is uh, a real banner, though. You, you were would, would, would get there. But that maybe that does inspire some other teams. And frankly, this is one where you're pulling for everybody to win. Not like you want to say, yeah, we won and everybody else didn't. Because if other teams don't win then it could lead to a game not being played that you're involved in, and that's not a win for anybody. So, interesting way to look at that. I I thought his tone changed pretty dramatically, and he addressed that right out of the gate. said it's the reason that I don't like to make big statements right after games and certainly not right after scrimmages. When they went back and looked at things, they thought there were some good from the defense, especially the ones Still not very pleased with the twos or the threes, but I don't know. I would think that that makes (laughs) folks feel a little better about that. You hope. I mean, you got to start with the ones first, right? Yeah. Rather that than, hey, the threes played great. (laughs) Our first (laughs) team, guys, were spectacular. Our starters, they're a disaster. Yeah, you you would prefer it to be... Uh, the other way around. Wes Rucker from the uh, Tennessee 24-7 sports site, Go Vols 24-7, will join us when we come back. We'll continue to preview teams in the SEC who stay in the East with the Vols after this on Sports Talk Mississippi and the Pearl River Resort Studios. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, a slight chance of rain as well, partly cloudy, low around 74. Your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. And for your Thursday, a 70% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 93. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. 
Due to a national blood shortage, Mississippi Blood Services is in critical need of donations to refill our supply. Summer travel is ahead and the need continues. Please help Mississippi Blood Services recover their supply of much-needed blood as we move into the summer months. Visit msblood.com or call 601-368-2673 to find a location near you to donate blood today. That's msblood.com. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. This is Dennis Stevenson, Director of the Motor Carrier Safety Division of the Mississippi Department of Public Safety. The Highway Patrol, in conjunction with the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, is conducting big rig road checks for safety each month throughout the state for motor vehicles. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our roads and highways safe. Since the program began, we have issued over 15,000 citations to ensure that everyone is safe on the road. Troopers and truckers working together to keep our Mississippi roadways safe. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This portion of Sports Talk Mississippi is sponsored by Coleman Taylor Transmission, servicing Central Mississippi for over 60 years. Their ASE certified technicians offer dependable transmission services, a warranty, and record services. Call Coleman Taylor today for all your transmission needs. With all the disruption in all businesses lately, our clients at PeopleLease didn't miss a beat. Did you struggle to get the necessary records required for COVID relief programs such as PPP, ERTC, or FFCRA? Will you be ready next time? Our clients at PeopleLease are ready. Call PeopleLease today at 601-987-3025. That's 601-987-3025. Or visit our website, PeopleLease.com. I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. A new Department of Health policy will expand the availability of a treatment that's been shown to reduce hospitalizations in those who contract COVID-19. Under the policy, patients can now receive monoclonal antibodies without having to see a doctor or practitioner first. A network of 40 centers of excellence are currently administering the treatment along with other private clinics across the state. Additionally, 10 teams have been requested from the federal government to help bolster the state's efforts in administering the treatment, and a clinic is now open at UMMC. For more information, visit supertalk.fm. And Mississippians receiving SNAP benefits will see their benefits increase by 25% starting on October 1st. The increase announced by the USDA on Monday is separate from the additional pandemic benefits. SNAP beneficiaries in Mississippi will see an increase of around $36 per month. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on! It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. 
Trustmark is the bank that fits you to a T. You can bank right on your phone or tablet with the My Trustmark app. Our mortgage lenders will help you buy your dream two-story tutor. And Trustmark Tailored Wealth offers tried and true advice that makes transforming your future a piece of uh, toast. Nice. Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Let's go, let's go, let's go. This is your new home for exclusive sports coverage here in the Magnolia State. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm in a hurry to get things done. Oh, I rush and rush until life's no fun. All I really got to do is live and die, but I'm in Back with you, Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Let's go back to the Farm Bureau phone line. Check out favorites.com and go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau. Uh, Wes Rucker has covered the Tennessee Vols for quite some time. GoVols247.com is where you can find him, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. Wes, how long have you covered Tennessee now? Uh, let's see, this would be my 21st year, I believe, more or less. So, yeah, all but a couple years since uh, 2000 I've been I've been covering this program, seen lots of good things, and recently a lot of not so good things. So, uh, yeah, so, so been, been around. I, I'm I'm the oldest 38 year old you will probably ever meet. I was going to say you started when you were like 14, then, right? If I'm if I'm doing the math right, some something. Yeah, along 17, those lines. close enough though, close enough. If you want to yeah. if you want to make me 35 instead of 38, I will happily take it. And honestly, I bet my wife would too. Uh, I, I can understand that. So when you look at this Tennessee team, there's so much that's different, lots of new faces on the coaching staff, on this roster. Is there reason for optimism? You know, I think that depends on kind of what you view as success. You know, in the short term, I think people need to be realistic about this. Tennessee lost a whole lot of players in the portal. Tennessee was a 3-7 and team last year, of course, the SEC only schedule, yada, yada. Um, but, but I think that there are reasons if you want to feel like things could get better. You know, I think the way Josh Heupel's teams have always played offense is pretty, pretty exciting. You know, when, uh, when he got to Missouri as offensive coordinator the year before that, they were 100 something, 120th or something in offense. And then they were like 13th the first year he got there. So his teams usually put points on the board and they play an exciting brand of football. Now, will that translate to, to what Tennessee's current situation is now? I don't know. Um, but they have brought in some interesting players from the portal. I think they could actually be surprisingly pretty good offensively. So I, I think there's reasons that, to feel optimism. Now, does that mean they're going to be competing with the top teams in the SEC this season? I don't buy that yet, not at all. But I think that, you know, can they get this thing sorted out? Sure, it's possible. You said surprisingly they might be good offensively. What leads you to believe that? Is that personnel-based or scheme-based or coaching-based or some combination of the three? It's a little bit of a combination. You know, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I think if they if they can get good play or solid play out of the quarterback spot, I think everything else is okay. You know, I mean, people know they lost Eric Gray and Ty Chandler. 
But I think they've got three pretty darn good running backs. They brought in a JUCO, Tyon Evans, who I think is really good. Uh, so I think they're okay there. I really like that wide receiver core. I think they can roll five, six, seven, eight deep there with some pretty good players. A little thin at tight end, but the players they have are okay up front offensively. Other than, you know, they lost Wanya Morris, but I mean, Trey Smith, but they still got some players there. I think they're okay. To me, the whole thing offensively hinges on can they get good play out of the quarterback spot? They got a couple talented guys, but that hasn't always meant anything. You know, Jared Garantano was the number one dual threat quarterback prospect in the country when he came out. So that, that doesn't always translate. So I can tell you all day long that Joe Milton is physically a freak because he is. I mean, the kid's 6'5", 250, can throw the ball like Jamarcus Russell could, like 70, 80 yards, can run really well. It looks kind of like a Cam Newton-sized quarterback out there. He looks like a DN with, with an arm. Uh, but he can move. There's a lot to like about him, but it didn't work out for him at Michigan. Will a different offense that fits him better be that much better at Tennessee? Yeah, I, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Hendon Hooker was a starter at Virginia Tech and was a pretty good player, um, but you know he wasn't always good there. So he went for a new place, came to Tennessee. I think he's been pretty consistent so far. But if he's the guy, you know, can he be better than he was? Can he be the best version of what he was at Vitek? I don't know. Maybe. And then Harrison Bailey was a former five-star quarterback prospect who is maybe doesn't have, have a huge arm, not a great athlete, but he's a really smart kid. He, he has a pretty accurate arm. They've got some ability there, but they have to be good there because the way college football is played now, I mean, you got to put points on the board. The, the days of picking a quarterback because he makes fewer mistakes than the other guy, those are long gone. you got to put points on the board. you got to push it. So if they're good at quarterback or okay at quarterback, I think they're pretty good offensively. If not, I have no idea. So if I hand you a $100 bill and said you have to bet on one of these three guys being the starter on opening day against Bowling Green, who are you picking? I'd pick Joe Milton the third. Honestly, I, I would. I, I think that he's, uh, as I just mentioned, I mean, physically, you can go all around college football. And I'm talking here pure physical ability. So, so how that translates to 11-on-11, 11 11, the skills you have to have there, the handle under pressure, the intangibles, that's a different argument. But if you're talking about pure physical talent to play the quarterback position, Joe Milton III's up there with anybody. I mean, we're, we're I was talking blown bigger away. than Josh Allen in Buffalo, right? Yeah, I mean, we're talking, he really is 6'5", like 248, and can run, like his top speed's like 21, 22 miles an hour or something like that. I mean, he's a freak of an athlete. Um, but at Michigan, you know, that Harbaugh offense didn't really suit him. He got a torn thumb. He got two torn thumb ligaments last year that really set him back, and he wasn't the same after that. Um, so I don't know that he was that he's ever been able to play in a college offense that really was kind of built for the skills that he has. I think this one is. So uh, he's been, you know, publicly Heupel had continues to say there's no separation, coach speak, yada yada. But behind the scenes, I keep hearing more about Milton than anybody else. All right, so I'm going to hand you a highlighter. And a schedule, Tennessee schedule this year, and you've got to highlight three games that you think are whatever cliche you want to use: swing games, or you know, the difference in being eight and four and five and seven. Yeah, math doesn't work. You, you get what I'm saying? Three games that are the difference in this being a good season and not so good. That's a good question. I would probably, off the top of my head, uh, I would go with Pittsburgh in week two. Um, okay. I think that's a game that if Tennessee can win, you know, I think Tennessee has a chance to, to be a bowl team and do some things. I'd put that game there. 
Uh, and then I'd probably put mm, maybe Missouri and Kentucky there. You could also argue Ole Miss. I'm, I'm not really sure defensively if those guys are how much better they'll be. But those would be the three or four games I would circle probably off the top of my head. Now, I, I'm not looking at the schedule in front of me, so I could be missing one. Um, but those would be the three or four games you gave me a highlighter and said these are going to kind of make or break your first season. Uh, I would say those three or four games. And I would also underline circle and put four exclamation marks after do not lose to Vanderbilt. Uh, if you're a Tennessee coach and you lose to Vanderbilt, <laughs> things get hot in a hurry. So don't lose it's, that one. Um, it's win that game well. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Historically, when you lose to Vanderbilt, yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I was looking at the schedule, and, and you hit two of the three, and then you kind of mentioned the other one. Pittsburgh feels like it's huge in week two. That game at Missouri feels like one, you're going to have a good season, you need to win. And then I had Ole Miss as the other one. Maybe that's for other reasons, though. What, what's it going to feel like in Neyland when Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss roll in? It's the first time that Ole Miss has played there in a really long time because of this stupid scheduling model we've got in the league. Yeah, you know, it's funny because when you try to put things in perspective here, everything has been a circus for like 14 years now, 13 years. So it's <laughs> sort of like living, you're, you're like a traveling carnival exhibit. You know, like everywhere you go, it, it would, it's just crazy. Every, no matter who's been brought into coach Tennessee, you know, they're, they're still winning in all the other sports and being, doing pretty well. Um, yeah. not, not so good in football. And, and so that, um, that, that's interesting. And Lane Kiffin, you know, it, it, that was one of the original circus shows. I mean, it's like there have been five or six since then, but man, that was a fun one. Uh, I'll tell you that year, and I would, I've said this to Lane Kiffin's face, the year that he and Bruce Pearl were both at Tennessee, I think I probably slept about three hours per night. Uh, that was, that was a really, really interesting year because, you know, Lane has grown up a little bit since then. I think he'd be the first to tell you that. He's still Lane, but he's a, he's a little older now, a little wiser. Um, back then when he and Pearl were running the circus, oh, man, that was that was a year. Uh, and, and the way that it ended, you know, I think you've had Monty Kiffin come out and say several times, we never should have left there. I think if Lane Kiffin had to do it all over again, he would have stayed. Uh, he never would have left. He certainly found a soft landing spot now in Oxford. He's, you know, he's got people loving him again. He feels good. But, you know, it was a rough few years there after, after he left Knoxville. I think he regretted yeah. that. So, um, but you know, since then they've had other guys to hate. So I don't really know exactly. There are some Tennessee fans who in hindsight have been like, God, that was just fun with Lane Kiffin. It was crazy, but it was fun. So there will be a lot of booze, but I think there'll be a lot of people who are booing because other people are booing, not because that's actually what they <laughs> feel like. Because I, I, I've believed and have for a long time that, that, that Lane is not quite as hated around here as, as you think. He's still hated. Don't get me wrong. But, um, you know, it's, there are a lot of people here who are like, man, that was kind of fun. Hey, 30 seconds left. Complete subject change because I know you follow Tennessee baseball. Such a fun year for that team. Obviously didn't end exactly the way they wanted it to. Is the momentum going to continue? And I guess I mean more with fans more than anything else with Tennessee baseball. I think it will. Um, now, year to year, will they be like a, an Omaha team every year? I don't know. But I've said for, for years, for anyone who will listen, the Tennessee baseball job is a sleeping giant. If you do that, there are enough prospects in this state and in this area. Uh, this, it, it, this area loves baseball. You just you have to give them a reason. And I think Tony Vitello is starting to give them a reason now. I think they're going to make a better stadium there. I think they're going to enhance the, the environment there. And as long as he stays, I think they're going to be relevant. So, yeah, I mean, to, to answer your question sh- shortly, I, I think that, yeah, I, 
I think they're going to be a, a pretty solid team from here on out, at least as long as he's there. Yeah. A lot of good insight there, Wes. Really appreciate your time this afternoon. Always good to catch up. Anytime, guys. Y'all know that. That is Wes Rucker from the Vols 24-7 site. 21 years covering Tennessee. He's only 38. Been at it for a while. Does a really nice job uh, on that beat. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. That is your look at the Tennessee Volunteers. We will be right back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland and Brandon. Call them at 601-605-4443. In Hines County, look for delays 20 westbound just before Gallatin. And in Madison County, delays 55 southbound between Gluckstadt and Highway 463. Elsewhere, things looking pretty smooth so far. Buckle up, drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Proudly serving the Metro since 1946. Call Smith Brothers 601-353-5217. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. Spillway Diner, your local neighborhood family diner. Known for serving breakfast all day, Monday through Sunday till 2 p.m. They also serve lunch from 11 to 2 each day. And for a limited time, enjoy 20% off lunch on Tuesdays and Thursdays when you tell them you heard it on Super Talk Mississippi. Spillway Diner, where you are greeted with a welcome and a smile. Located on the corner of Spillway and Old Fannin. For a full menu and customer reviews, check out Spillway Diner on Facebook. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. (laughs) Are you feeling it? The new degree of comfort. Great teams leave it all on the field. But with the powerful towing and payload that Ford F-150 delivers, you can take it all with you, too. No wonder Ford F-Series is America's best-selling truck 44 years straight. The 2021 Ford F-150. Built for greatness. Visit your local Ford dealer or buyfordnow.com. Based on 1977 to 2020 calendar year total sales. No drip roofing and construction. The name says it all. All types of roofing and construction. Your certified, certainteed shingle installer. Family owned and operated for over 20 years here in the metro. No drip roofing and construction. 601-371-1051. Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium by improving business practices with technology-driven solutions. Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Ward, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. 
This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19. And if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. I'm Richard Cross. I'm vaccinated because I want to protect my family. I want our Mississippi businesses to thrive. I want sports with full stadiums, and it's the right thing to do. If you want to save lives and also get back to normal, please get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if we get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or by calling 800-232-0233. This message brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi. Media. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports Talk Mississippi. You know I love sports. On Super Talk Mississippi. Good stuff from Wes Rucker. Taking a look at the uh, Tennessee team, said if we gave him $100 and he had to pick one of the three quarterbacks that is in the race, he would pick Joe Milton III, the uh, the Michigan transfer, who, as the great Keith Jackson would say, is man-sized at 6'5", 250. Two and a half bills at the quarterback position. Cannon. And can run. You got to run him a lot, don't you? You just you just sort of have to. If he's got that kind of athleticism, I mean, you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't go full Dan Mullen circa 2011 Chris Rolfe offense and just run him to death. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. I'd go. Uh, I would go uh, Cam Newton style Auburn offense. Well, you see what I'm saying, though. Yeah, yeah. A L- little I, less. I, I, I just assume that you know nobody else is Cam Newton. I just make that assumption. That's fair. Somebody else can be Chris Rolfe, though. 65250 looks like Cam Newton. Yeah. All right. Um, on the Mississippi State front, not great news on the defensive line. Jordan Davis, ACL injury, reportedly out for the year. And, hey, Dad, this was supposed to be a year for him. And I know yeah. there's some pieces on the defensive line. We've heard from Mississippi State coaches talking about, you know, seven, eight, nine guys rotating in and out. But he was likely going to be in that first group uh, that was was out there. How big a deal is this? Uh, I mean, it's a big deal. It's it's not a it's not a, a, a you know a, a prediction changer or anything like that. But it definitely hurts your depth. Um, you know, Jordan Davis is a guy. Me, me in particular, I had high hopes for him. Seeing him in practice and what I had seen last year, I thought he was potentially, you know, maybe not a first team guy, but a second team All SEC kind of guy. I thought he could be a guy who racked up eight or nine sacks. Um, so that's a big blow for Mississippi State. Uh, it looks like they'll they'll move Jaden Crumity down from defensive tackle and okay. let him slide in at that end spot, and they'll move Cam Young into the starting nose tackle spot. So you lose some depth there. You know, Randy Charlton will move over to the uh, the weak defensive end where you know he'd been at the strong side uh, prior to, to this injury. Uh, yeah, Charlton's like Jack- gonna be a starter. Yeah, oh yeah, I think he was already going to be a starter. I think he, okay. I think the starting I think prior to last week the starting line was going to be Crumedy with uh, Davis and and Charlton on the edge. Okay, and now it's it, it's Crumedy on the edge. Who I th- it, great speaks to his versatility that he could play inside outside like that. Um, 
a guy like Jack Harris now will have to be a, a bigger piece. You know, he'll he'll be that second string guy, that second string defensive line. I, I, I would you know Pickering obviously at the nose, and then Harris. I'm not really sure who that other end would be if Aaron Odom can come back. He's been he's been out with some injuries. Maybe him. Um, just trying to just trying to pick up some other names. But you know, like I said, it hurts State's depth more than anything else. Uh, but you know, it, it's not it's not a it's not like Will Rogers going out or at this point or something like that. In terms of other injuries, is there anything else that's kind of popped during camp? No pun intended. That yeah. <laughs> feels significant. Not, nothing overly significant. Obviously, you know it's camp and you have some injuries here and there. And there there have been some guys on the depth chart, you know, down the depth chart that have suffered some injuries. But the, obviously, the biggest one is Jack Abraham still out uh, at this time. You know, and doesn't doesn't. Appear to be making the kind of you know, not trying to make a pun here either, but headway towards coming back anytime soon. Uh, you know, everything I've heard from that is just he just he can't he can't get over these concussion issues. So you know, we'll see what happens. But I mean, you're talking about you've missed basically what two full weeks of camp at this point. I don't know how much you can really count on Jack Abraham at this point to 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 be any kind of contributor this year. Are you surprised at this point if? Quietly, there's a an announcement or a press release somewhere along the way that that says, you know, Jack Abraham's going to finish whatever he's got to finish academically and mm-hmm. will not be no. a participating part. Would, would not and, be, and we don't know that. that we, no, no. we don't know that that's going to be we're, the case. We're hopefully, for we're his sake, it's not going to be the case. Well, I mean, as long as he's healthy, you know, whatever, be it football or, or you know, he finds his way into in the professional world, whatever it is, you know, you just want him to to be able to be healthy. Um, but yeah, if, if they came out in the next day or two and there was something like that, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Because like I said, you know, you're, you're a grad transfer, you came here to compete for a starting job and now you, you're just falling further and further behind. You know, at some point you have to say, I'm not going to be the starting quarterback. So, you know, you sure. have to make a decision. Yeah. Sports Talk Mississippi with you, streaming at supertalk.fm. We get a, uh, a message on the C Spire text line. Been away for a little while. Have you all talked about State's offensive line with the sacks? Now we're going to get into some thoughts from the uh, scrimmage over the weekend in the 5 o'clock hour. We're also going to hear from Mike Leach in the 5 o'clock hour. We've got the college football fix on the way and more as the news just doesn't stop as we get closer and closer to the start of the college football season. Week and a half? Week and a half till week zero games? Yeah. yeah. Two and a half weeks? Till that opening Saturday? Inside three weeks till the final game of the opening weekend on Labor Day night? It's close, and it's getting closer and closer and closer, and we are here for it. Two hours in the books, 5 o'clock hour on the way with you in the Pearl River Resort studios. Visit PearlRiverResort.com. We'll be right back. Fox 
News. I'm Rich Dennison. The number of evacuations from the international airport in Kabul, Afghanistan is on the rise. The Pentagon says U.S. forces have secured the airport in Kabul. It has opened the military flights and limited commercial air travel. The mission is of historical significance, and it is incumbent upon us to be resolute in the protection of American and Afghan lives. Major General Hank Taylor says there has been no hostile interactions with Taliban forces who control routes to the airport. Fox's Jared Halpern in Washington. New York state lawmakers are moving ahead with an impeachment investigation into outgoing Governor Andrew Cuomo. The New York Times reports the assembly reversed course after bipartisan backlash over the investigation halt, with Democrats and Republicans saying the assembly had a duty to make what they found public, as taxpayers had paid for the probe. Fox's Tanya J. Powell America's listening to Fox News. This Fox News update has been brought to you by Tico's Steakhouse. Come dine with us. The steaks seared to perfection. Live Maine lobster and seafood. Make it Tico's tonight. Tico's Steakhouse. Call 601-956-1030. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico's Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. Dad has long since desired for me to come work alongside him. And now that I'm here, I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy port beverages. Our dining rooms are open and we are taking reservations. Our private rooms are also available along with takeout. Call today or stop in to experience Tico's in the second generation. Tico's Steakhouse, East County Line Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. Smith Marine has killer boat deals on sale now, featuring Crest Pontoons and Suzuki Motors, offering thousands of new boats right now along with Suzuki Specials. This is the best time to buy your new or used boat. You'll never find a better deal. Smith Marine, 149 Harbor Drive, Main Harbor Marina in Ridgeland. I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Hospitals across the state are struggling with rising admissions and staffing shortages. Dr. Wes Aldrin works at Forest General Hospital and the Hattiesburg Clinic. As of yesterday, we're a 50-bed ICU. We have 36 patients admitted with COVID. As we know, the courses with COVID-19 can last weeks and weeks, so that really gives us only about 14 beds to work with for folks that don't have COVID, that just have you know, a heart attack or a stroke or have had a car accident, and that's not enough. State officials have requested aid from the federal government to address these shortages. Meanwhile, a COVID outbreak is forcing the closure of the Jones County Sheriff's Department's main office and training center for the next week. Staff in both locations will work from home while the areas are sanitized. According to WDAM, emergency functions are still being performed. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. This may not look like a typical farm, but our plants bloom in every corner of the state. From flowers to decorations, to fruits and vegetables, even homemade jellies and jams, we take pride in producing the best for you. You may ask why we do this. Like my parents, we love what we do and plan to pass on our family business to future generations. It's our way of life, providing for our family and yours, the Farm Families of Mississippi. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
Congressman Michael Guest met with the commissioners of the Mississippi Department of Transportation Tuesday and, as a member of the House Infrastructure Committee, shared his goal to improve roads and bridges across the state. I wanted to make sure that I was meeting with them uh, so that we can make sure that we are partnering federal dollars along with state and local dollars to meet the needs of the people of Mississippi. The House has yet to take up the $1 trillion infrastructure package passed by the Senate last week. And Pascagoula City Councilman Joe Abston passed away from COVID-19 at the age of 51. In a video from Singing River Health System, before his death, Joe's wife Missy talked about she and her daughters getting the vaccine. We went and got it because we were at high risk and we weren't going to question it. I have a child with special needs and I have a child with a seizure disorder. Joe chose not to get the vaccine. He took us to get it. I don't know that he ever saw anybody get sick enough or saw that it was real or saw that a healthy person could get sick. He passed away Sunday after a week in the hospital. Bad internet is bad for business. We've all been there. Lagging video chats, slow downloads. Oh, come on. It's just not a good look. Instead, call Ceasefire Business. Our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest, most reliable internet around. Period. No excuses, no apologies. Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com. This is professional ball player Jake Mangum. I know what it's like to live, eat, breathe, and play in Mississippi. And no other insurance company competes on my level like Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance. I love my home team at Farm Bureau because they get me and they get what I need. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Sports Talk Mississippi. Sports. Sports. On your radio and in the game. Super Talk Mississippi. October 15th, alternative rock icons, Bush and the Stone Temple Pilots will be at the Brandon Amphitheater. Tickets for the show go on sale Friday at Ticketmaster.com and at the Brandon Amphitheater box office. We will give you a chance to win tickets for this show. Be listening all week for your chance to win tickets to see the Stone Temple Pilots and Bush the Brandon Amphitheater, October 15th, and of course, coming up uh, 11 days from now, concerts are back, August 28th, Harry Connick Jr. is at the Brandon Amphitheater, and uh, tickets are on sale at both Ticketmaster and the Brandon Amphitheater box office. You've still got a chance to win through the Super Talk Mississippi app. Go to the app, click on Contests, and enter your information for a chance to win a pair of tickets. The giveaway is only available on the Super Talk Mississippi app. If you don't have it, you can get it at the App Store or on Google Play. And while you're there... 
you don't mind, give us a five-star review. We would appreciate that. For contest rules and regulations, visit us online at supertalk.fm. This is Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. Richard Cross, Michael Borky, Brian Haydad with you, rolling into this 5 o'clock hour in the Pearl River Resorts studios. I'm sorry, the Pearl River Resort studios. And uh, check them out online at pearlriverresort.com. Time right now, the college football fix. College football fix is driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Check out the 2021 F-150. Smart, tough, and built to get the job done. The best-selling trek in America for 43 straight years. You can test drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today. Among several things we didn't get to yesterday, a topic that Michael Borky really liked. Michael Borky, what is it? Yeah, it's pretty simple. Give me one team in the SEC that will win more or that will surprise you with how much they win and another team that will surprise you with how much they lose. Surprise you with how much they win and how much they lose. So I'm I'm what this is a situation where I think a team's gonna be good, but they could be bad, and the other way around too. Yeah. Okay. You want to go? Well, the, yeah. The, the, on, the one that I, I think is going to be good, but they could be bad, is Ole Miss. To me, I think that, you know, I know what we heard what Lane Kiffin said, but they had the, the, the early returns out of that scrimmage weren't good for the defense. They have to be better defensively if they want to win games. So if they're yeah, not, we're, if looking, defense, we're looking for two different teams, though. Uh, I'm getting to that. I'll get to okay. the other one in a second. Okay. I'm just trying to explain my Ole Miss, my Ole Miss thought that All if right. they're not better defensively, I mean, I think they're gonna. I think Ole Miss right now is probably an eight and four team. If they can't be better defensively, they could they could go five and seven. They could they could very easily miss a bowl game. So Ole Miss is that team. The team I think is not going to be good, but could be good. Auburn. You know, maybe just because you know they recruit well, and they have the dang luck. I mean, Auburn. If Auburn went nine and three, am I just going to? Is my you know that would be surprising to me. That that would I, I can't see them doing that. I think they're a seven and five team at absolute best. I don't think there's a really truly bad team that could jump up and be a six seven win team. So I'll say Auburn. You know, Borky. The crazy thing about this, I think Vanderbilt's going to be bad. I think South Carolina is going to be bad. I think Tennessee's got problems. You know, we'll we'll see. You know, Wes Rucker had some interesting things to say about their personnel, especially on the offensive side. But I think, generally speaking, Tennessee's going to be at the bottom. Clearly, you have Alabama and Georgia, and probably Texas A and M at the top. But then four through ten in the SEC. I think it could be really competitive. I don't know if this is going out on a limb, but the team that I think is going to win more than most people are willing to give them credit for going into the season is Kentucky. There are a couple of swing games there. I think Kentucky in the non-conference is going to go 
They're going to beat ULM. They're going to beat Chattanooga. They're going to beat New Mexico State. And I think they will beat Louisville at the end of the year. So that's four. I think they'll beat Vanderbilt. That's five. I think they'll beat South Carolina. That's six. And then you circle the Missouri game in week two as just a huge game. That could potentially be seven. I think their game in Starkville is one that is certainly worth watching. We've talked about the fact that that is a game that both of those teams are going to look at and say, if we're going to have the season we want to have, then that needs to be a win. And so that's kind of two toss-up games that could potentially get Kentucky to eight wins. And if Kentucky wins eight games, that's more than they were going to get credit for going in. And see, I'm... If you look at my SEC predictions from media days, I'm high on Missouri. So I, I mean, are. I think they're that team. I think that they're the eight and four team in the SECs. So my, you know, I could be off on that. And you know, Bayslack doesn't do anything this year, and Drinkwitz is just a nerd who can't coach. And that they go four and eight, five and seven. So that would be surprising to me, though. I think they're a good team. <sighs> this feels like a cop out answer on the lose more than people really expect. I feel like Arkansas got so much positive press for how hard they played and how well the season began a year ago. And yet they went 3-7 and seven when it was all said and done. I think they're going to lose to Texas. They're going to lose to Texas A&M. They're going to lose to Georgia. They're going to lose to Ole Miss. I think they probably lose to Auburn. I think they lose to LSU. I think they lose to Alabama. I think they lose to Mississippi State. And that's that's eight right there. So I'm going to say that Arkansas loses more than some people think they're going to lose. And again, I don't know that that's going way out on a limb. What about, what about you, Bort? I mean, you, you obviously have been thinking about this to pose that question. Yeah, that's not a bad pick on Arkansas. I agree with you completely, man. And I've been saying it since last year. I think you have, too. There's a lot of... Uh, it's like when you catch a fish. And the longer it's been since you caught that fish, the bigger it gets. The longer <laughs> we've gone from last season, the more people think that Arkansas was really good or, or something a year ago. Honestly, they weren't. They lost their quarterback. And a good wide receiver from that team. I mean, it's, it's not like they return all 22 starters and, and they snuck up and it were a 500 team and played Alabama close and did all this stuff. No, they really weren't that good. Uh, so I'm with you. Uh, the, the team that, and this is kind of a cop-out, I think it's Texas A&M is the one that I think is going to win more than people expect. It's kind of silly. They're a top-six team, but everybody <laughs> is just, Alabama's going to win the West. Alabama's going to win the West. Alabama's going to win the West, and we'll see who they meet in the SEC championship because they're just going to win the West. I am not convinced that that's the case. I think there is a possibility that Texas A&M can run the table. They they have that kind of talent now. It's a possibility. I'm not saying it's likely, but they have that kind of talent. If you look at what Jimbo Fisher's done in recruiting and what they return and the production that they return – you're telling me that team can't win every game on their schedule? You're crazy if you think they can't. That is a playoff contender. That is a team that is among the handful of teams 
in college football that actually can conceivably win a championship. Texas A&M can do that, and I think they're not getting enough credit going into the season. Jason says Arkansas for wins in terms of surprising. So he's going completely the opposite direction from the way that I went. And he's going Texas A&M for losses. And so going completely opposite of the way Borky is looking at that. Here's another one. Ceasefire text line. LSU will be bad again. Gets a new coach at the end of the year. That's from Randall. Hot take. You don't want them to be bad you don't want them to be good. You want them to be just enough to where they can't fire Ed two years removed from a national championship. Because to me, I've said this before, I'll say it again. If Ed Orgeron gets fired after this year, I think Billy Napier is the first call, and I think it stops at one, and you do not want a Billy Napier coached LSU in the SEC West, in my opinion. So at best, just hope they go 8-4. and four. Bobby in Batesville says, I feel like Ole Miss is going to cause at least one upset and cause a high-rated team to not do as well as they expect. Of course, Ole Miss may then lose to a team that they shouldn't lose to as well. I'd say both of those are possibilities. Both of those items are on the table. Sports Talk Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. That's your college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. When we come back, we will hear from Mike Leach, his thoughts on the latest from Mississippi State Camp. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs in Ridgeland and Brandon, locally owned and operated with free mobile service in the Tri-County area. Call 601-605-4443. Down at Stack, look for some minor delays, southbound 55 to 20 eastbound, and in Madison County, delays, uh, heavy delays, Highway 51 northbound at Yandel due to an accident. Buckle up, drive safe. This update brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best for must to you. Call Smith Brothers at 601-353-5217. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Gluckstadt or online at bennelson.com. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's Clinton Body Shop. 
Basil'sMeatsAndDeeds.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basil's in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basil's Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasil's.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basil's. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews and everything get one that was uh, that was not good and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star. For a construction company you can trust, call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. Some people treat investing like a game, but Marcus by Goldman Sachs approaches investing in a smart way with digitally managed portfolios that leverage Goldman Sachs strategies. So, do you want to play games or do you want your money to work smart? You can money. Visit Marcus.com to learn more about saving, borrowing, and investing from Marcus by Goldman Sachs. Investing involves risk and investments may lose value. Brokerage and investment advisory services by Goldman Sachs and Company, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Lending and deposits products provided by Goldman Sachs Bank USA. Member FDIC. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Sports Talk Mississippi to the junction in the grove and to the top. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, your chance right now to win them before you can buy them. The key text phrase is plush, P-L-U-S-H. Your chance to win a pair of tickets to see the Stone Temple Pilots and Bush be the sixth person to text into the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395 with the key phrase, Plush, P-L-U-S-H. That concert coming up on October 15th at the Brandon Amphitheater. So there you go. Are employees eligible? No. But you can buy them. We have a winner. Unfortunately, if you're typing out a text, you can go ahead and hit that backspace key. Maybe maybe tomorrow we need to make this uh, a little more interesting with the keyword and be like the 37th person to text in. Because I think we would get to that number. I think. All right, so press pause if you're texting right now. We do have oh, a winner. God, they're flowing in like you. They oh, are absolutely flowing. A lot of Stone Temple Pilot and Bush fans, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, I should say, and Bush fans that are uh, out there. And uh, you will have more chances to win. Just be listening for the key phrase that you need to text in and the number texter that you need to be. Uh, there is uh, a really interesting question that came in on the ceasefire text line during the break with regard to what if Alabama goes undefeated, Georgia goes undefeated, and I'll even add a, a, a little caveat to that. Georgia has one loss, but it's to Clemson on opening weekend, and they run the table the rest of the way and then beat Alabama in the SEC championship game. So undefeated or one loss, Georgia and Alabama, and an 11-1 and Texas A&M team whose only loss is to Alabama in the regular season. Do all three of those teams make the college football playoff? 
It depends on outside factors, but very unlikely A&M makes it. Yeah. I mean, Clemson is probably going undefeated in your scenario because they just beat Georgia. And then Oklahoma. Or Georgia was undefeated and their only loss is to Alabama in the SEC championship game. Right. But Ohio State, Oklahoma, there's going to be enough teams. There's no way three three are getting in. I I just don't see that. Yeah. Okay. It's just with the way things are dynamically right now, there's not a chance for the SEC to get. I mean, honestly, politically. One, two, three. Think about it politically. Would the committee actually do that? I mean, unless you have two loss Ohio State, two loss Clemson, two loss Oklahoma, I mean, maybe, but. Yeah, there there has to be those kind of situations, yeah. the, The committee, I don't think, would do that. Purely from politics, even if Texas A&M would deserve to be there, and in this scenario, it's hard to fathom why they wouldn't be. It, like, let's say Alabama kicks a game-winning field goal to beat Texas A&M in this situation, and they win every other game. Huh? You're telling me that they wouldn't be one of the best four teams in the country? But I don't think they would get selected because of political and economic whatever Let me spin reasons. it for you. Let me spin it for you. Georgia is undefeated, and they play an undefeated Texas A&M in the SEC championship game, and you have one loss Alabama who lost by a field goal at the end of regulation in College Station in a great game. Same thing? You leave an Alabama with one loss out? Yeah, I feel like you are. Still think so, yeah. Yeah, I just I can't I can't get my head around three three in there. I just can't. Okay, boy, this All whole right. alliance thing will get <laughs> cranked up tenfold. And what's funny is if that actually did happen. So if three SEC teams got in the playoff, uh, they would quickly move to enact the twelve team playoff, a scenario that was written by the commissioner of the SEC. So. Despite the, the SEC, of others, by the way, right? But despite the SEC, they would agree with what the SEC wants to do. Funny they can't works, escape right? them. I mean, the more I think about this alliance thing, the more it cracks me up. Because these three conferences, they told everybody that we need to combine to just feel like we're on the same playing field as the SEC, and also. They're not going to be able to do anything without the SEC anyway. You're right. It was an attempt to win a press release, and I don't think they did it. You're right. Hey, we got time right here to hear from Mike Leach. Or do yes, we, need we do. That? All right, let's hear from Mike Leach, head coach at Mississippi State. Hey, first day in uh, full scrimmage in the stadium. Uh, I thought it was I thought it was productive. I thought it was aggressive. I thought it was uh, competitive the whole time. Uh, both sides have uh, plenty to be. Uh, uh, pissed about, so that typically means you had a pretty good scrimmage. I think that um, uh, you know I would have liked to see uh, see us finish on the goal line a couple of those times. I thought though, um, you know we uh, but we got off the hook. Defense let us off the hook a couple of times on some third and long. So I, I still think you know we're not as consistent as we want to be. Um, you know, but we do have an explosive quality with the, you know, with the sacks and some of the explosive plays. What did you think of Sawyer Robertson's day? Um, I thought I thought he looked good for the very first time, for the first time ever. You know, kind of in a team setting. I thought I thought it was really good. You know, and then 
besides the fact he's got a pretty good arm, uh, good enough with his feet to stay out of trouble, prevent it from sacks. Your thoughts on Will Rogers today and how he directed the <coughs> Uh, I, uh, a little up and down. I thought several times really good. Um, then we had some drop balls, which uh, uh, or sacks that cost the whole unit. Uh, collectively, I thought he did pretty good, but definitely there's a player or two he wants back. You know, he took care of the ball, but you know, um, you know, you, I'd like to, I'd like him to find his way out of some of those sacks, uh, his own self, not just the O line. Uh, obviously, the protection was suspect there. Uh, I think some of these guys got to get tougher. Some of them may think they're better than they are. So, you know, we got to get that out of them. You're about three weeks away from the first game. You know, how close to game ready do you feel your squad is? <clears throat> oh, I don't think we're ready yet. I, I'm very glad we got three weeks or whatever it adds up to. I don't think we're ready yet. Caleb Dunking obviously redshirted last year. What have you seen from him so far at receiver? He's emerging. Uh, he's emerging. He's starting to display some of his skills. I think he needs to get tougher as well. Um, you know, uh, I'd like to see him uh, start making back-to-back plays. Uh, but I do think he's getting better, and I think he's uh, improved quite a lot uh, from the beginning of spring. Uh, from the beginning of spring, he was hard to play with, and uh, you know now he's a fairly explosive guy. Back to Sawyer, I know he's a freshman, hadn't had a whole lot of practices, but how, how far has he come in a short amount of time? <clears throat> I think pretty far. You know, I think pretty far. Yeah, we'd all like it further, but he throws a good ball. We just got to get to where he can process it quicker. How do you feel about the center situation right now? I know Cole was the guy last year, and Q is doing it now, but how do you feel about the snaps and kind of where does he stand with that position battle? Oh, I think, well, I, I think uh, I think Q's ahead for now. I think that, uh, um, you know, Cole's got some experience, though, and, uh, you know, Q brings us some power, and then uh, we got to get the Cole more consistent, too. You mentioned that media day is kind of trying to figure out the safety position. What do you think of the, the, their position group today? You know, there's they're still sorting that, um, but we got more bodies to pick from, and I think they're quality bodies, and I think that they're improving. And I thought they you know did a reasonably good job today, uh, but that's uh, you know that's we're gonna have to make some choices there too. Nick Jarrett had a pretty good day on defense. What is it like to have him provide some depth there? Well, I think it helps for sure. I think it helps, and I think uh, he's gotten kind of more familiar with everybody and better as time went on. How did you like tackling win today? Um, I thought it went pretty good. I'd have to go back and look at the film. I thought it went pretty good. There were a couple plays that looked to me like we kind of got out of. Um, in a few cases, I think our running backs, uh, you know, when they get their pads moving forward, they're tough to break down. So, you know, just evaluating what portion is uh, uh, the running back doing a really good job or, uh, you know, the defender, you know, not getting it done as quickly as we'd like. You know, Chance had a couple pl- uh, balls tipped at the line, but overall, how would you kind of assess, you know, the development that, that you saw from him today? I think he's had a good camp. I think that uh, uh, he continues to improve. Uh, you know, one thing is uh, he'll pull the trigger, so I think that uh, that helps him when he's uh, got his eyes in the right place and making good choices. That's Mike Leach. 
Both sides plenty to be mad about, which usually is the sign of a good scrimmage. It's kind of how he began his comments and then talked individually about some of those things as well. Let's rewind to the weekend when we come back. Brian Haydad saw the scrimmage. Mississippi State, I guess, was their first scrimmage of, uh, of fall camp, or at least the first one that uh, we've all had access to. We'll uh, dive a little bit deeper. What did Haydad see over the weekend that stood out to him? Sports Talk Mississippi, streaming at supertalk.fm. We'll be back. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies with a slight chance of rain, high near 92. Tonight, a slight chance of rain as well, partly cloudy, low around 74. Your Wednesday, a 50-50 shot of the wet stuff, mostly sunny, high near 93. And for your Thursday, a 70% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 93. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two-to-one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. Hi, I'm John Albritton. If your diamond seems smaller today than yesterday, trade it for a larger stone at Albritton's. Our certified gemologist will give you a generous, no-obligation appraisal of your diamond, which can be applied to your new selection. Whether you choose to remount your existing stone or simply trade it, you'll get the most diamond value at Albritton's. Does your body hurt? Have you tried unsuccessful treatments for plantar fasciitis, tennis elbow, shoulder pain, or IT band? Innovative Health Clinic, formerly Acoustic Wave Treatment Center, offers an affordable non-surgical solution through acoustic wave therapy. The beneficial effects of acoustic wave therapy are often experienced after only one or two treatments. The therapy eliminates pain and restores mobility, improving your quality of life. Schedule your appointment at 601-944-5585 or online at InnovativeHealthClinic.net. Now taking same-day appointments. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Five-pound large Gulf Shrimp Special, $29.95. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet. Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. 
I'm Stephen Gagliano, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Hospitals across the state are struggling with rising admissions and staffing shortages. Dr. Wes Aldrin works at Forest General Hospital and the Hattiesburg Clinic. As of yesterday, we're a 50-bed ICU. We have 36 patients admitted with COVID. As we know, the courses with COVID-19 can last weeks and weeks, so that really gives us only about 14 beds to work with for folks that don't have COVID, that just have you know, a heart attack or a stroke or have had a car accident, and that's not enough. State officials have requested aid from the federal government to address these shortages. Meanwhile, a COVID outbreak is forcing the closure of the Jones County Sheriff's Department's main office and training center for the next week. Staff in both locations will work from home while the areas are sanitized. According to WDAM, emergency functions are still being performed. Stephen Gagliano, Supertalk Mississippi News. Mississippians are dying each day as a result of COVID-19. And if you're not vaccinated, you're at risk. I'm Richard Cross. I'm vaccinated because I want to protect my family. I want our Mississippi businesses to thrive. I want sports with full stadiums, and it's the right thing to do. If you want to save lives and also get back to normal, please get vaccinated. We know the vaccine is safe and it works, but only if we get it. You can find a COVID vaccine near you by going to vaccines.gov or by calling 800-232-0233. This message brought to you by Supertalk Mississippi. Mississippi Media. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is Ground Zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV. Streaming now on supertalktv.com. If it's sports in Mississippi, you'll hear about it here. Sports Talk Mississippi on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi streaming at supertalk.fm. Greg Sankey speaks to the athletic. With regard to President Schultz at Washington State's characterization of the SEC as predatory, he responded, quote, I certainly like the president at Washington State. I think he's forgotten that in 2010, the conference in which he currently resides recruited half of the Big 12 members to join its league. In this circumstance, the SEC didn't initiate this contact. Two universities reached out to us. We've not been uh, active in seeking members. I think President Schultz's description is inaccurate, imprecise, and is not representative of the history of conference membership expansion. Also described the SEC's position within the NCAA as, quote, we're certainly a part of the NCAA structure, and that's important, but our uh, identity stands alone. We're going to be good participants. We also expect significant updating of the NCAA's role and model 
And I think there are some hard conversations ahead. It's a little bit of a challenge uh, to follow the bouncing ball of what is anticipated to happen with the NCAA's Constitutional Convention. That brings me back to a focus on the enhancement, the strengthening, the effectiveness of the SEC as an organization. We get a lot of quotes from Greg Sankey that we like to classify as word salad, where he uses lots and lots and lots of words and doesn't say anything. That's fairly concise, and yet he said a lot. Reaction? I love it. I, I am I'm a big fan of this new uh, swag-having, uh, <laughs> smack-talking Greg Sankey. Swag-having, smack-talking Greg Sankey, said I like Brian Haydad. I like it, you know. Speak softly and carry a big stick. No, speak loudly and carry a big stick. That's what Greg Sankey does. And he's got a big stick to carry, and he's tired of whispering. Stick. Yeah. 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 Borky, reaction to that? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... It's impressive lately, and especially because, like we talked about yesterday, another thing I was thinking of this morning when it comes to this alliance deal is they're acting like, you know, spurned ex-girlfriends. That's what the ACC and the Pac-12 and the Big Ten are acting like. They're acting like they just got dumped. And now they're going on Instagram and posting pictures with their new man that doesn't really like them that much. That's what these three conferences and who's not really all that attractive? Yeah, I mean, and, and Greg Sankey's over here pulling up Instagram and seeing his ex posing with some guy that does, you know, that's a little bit flabby and kind of ugly, and he just laughs. He's like, "Okay, that's fine. You can you can do that, and I'll be over here with the and cheerleader." And your smoke show hanging out with me. Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's all of this stuff that they're doing is in response to the SEC in something that's not real. Like, they're acting like the SEC did this to spite them. And that could not be further from the truth. The SEC did this to get richer. They didn't say, Greg Sankey didn't sit in his office with all of his team and the athletic directors and say, hey guys, you know, I really hate those Jack you-know-whats over on the West Coast. Man, I, I hate I hate Democrats. You know, there's a bunch of Democrats out there, and I'm going to add Texas and Oklahoma to our league to to get at the Pac-12 and Southern Cal and Oregon. I can't stand Oregon and all their uniform changes. No. He said in his office to himself and to a bunch of other people, how can I get richer and how can I get you guys richer? That's it. That's it. It's crazy. Funniest thing you'll hear today comes right now on the ceasefire text line at 601-879-4395. From a number in the 662, we get this. Pretty sure I just texted some random lady plush. Hashtag wrong number. It happens, you know. Uh, he went on to say, I told her that I was trying to win Stone Temple Pilots tickets and was in a hurry, and she totally understood my excitement. If he had won the tickets, could have had a date. Perhaps. Keep playing this week. There's a chance that you can text Plush Lady back and invite her to see STP and Bush at the Brandon Amphitheater. All right, hey, Dad, you were there over the weekend. Scrimmage number one for Mississippi State. Mike Leach told us there was plenty for both sides to be angry about. Angry, yes. 
Which means it was a good scrimmage. So was it a good scrimmage? I thought so. I mean, I thought defensively, I thought the defense won the scrimmage for sure. And, you know, the fact that the defense came off the field and the offense did up downs after the scrimmage proves that I was right. Um, I thought defensively they looked really good. Um, but I expect that all season long. Uh, offensively, you know, you could see that there's, there's some things that are working, but there are also some things that they, they, they need to continue to work on. You know, the, the, we had the text about the offensive line. A lot of sacks. I think there was a total, I think I had seven. Uh, I was going to say ten. Ooh. Seven sacks. But there's, there's two sides to that. One, in a scrimmage, if you tap the quarterback on the shoulder pads, it's a sack. I mean, these are situations where quarterbacks could get away. But secondly, they threw 66, 67 passes. I mean, seven sacks on that. I mean, that's one out of every worst. nine pass attempts. That's no good. Is that, yeah, hold on. What am I doing then? Where am I? Maybe my math is wrong. But regardless of that, I mean, the first team line gave up maybe two sacks total. I, I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's as as big a deal as it's, it's being made out to be. Not that states, not that I have a lot of faith in the offensive line until I see them do it in a game. But I'm not going to come out and just say after one scrimmage like, oh yeah, they're 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 going to be wretched this year. I feel like they'll be improved. Hey Borky, we do have NC State on our preview. Roster, don't we? Yes, sir. Okay, just making sure. I want to know more about this NC State team from somebody that covers on a on a daily basis. Because that is a monster game on the schedule in week number two. They were supposed to play last year. It got banged because of COVID. And now it's Starkville this year. Should be a great game day atmosphere. NC State expected to be better? Well, they were pretty, pretty solid last team. year. And they returned yeah. basically everybody, including a, a really solid quarterback that came on at the end of the year. I mean, this is... What a challenge. No, they're not Alabama. They're not Texas A&M. They won't be near as talented as LSU. But this is a... As we talked about around the time when we thought that he was going to be hired as the head football coach at Ole Miss, when he was hired as the head football coach at Ole Miss... Dave Doran runs a really good, solid, stable football program. His teams are always good, never bad. They're not going to overwhelm you with talent, but they'll be well-coached, and they'll come in with a chance to win. At least that's how they will be prepared. That's how they're always prepared. It's a good program, and they return basically everybody. It'll be tough. Not insurmountable or anything, but it'll be tough. Hey, Dad, do you uh, agree with my characterization that that is a massive football game in Week 2? Absolutely, I feel yeah. like you'll 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 probably know the direction of the season after that game. State's two and zero. They should be two and zero after that game. If they are, they're going to they're going to make a bowl game, and it's just a question of how good a bowl game it is. They're one and one. They are going to struggle to get to a bowl game. Finding finding five more wins will be difficult. So you think that NC State game in week two is that big of a swing? It's it's a it's it's a massive swing game in my opinion. Not not so much because of the outcome, but because of the direction that it's going to lead you to believe the team is head headed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think yeah. A win, a win, and you're fine. A loss. I mean, if you can't beat NC State, we'll find me five more wins to get to bowl eligibility. You got. You should be able to beat Memphis. Should be able to beat Tennessee State. So there's two. Should be able to beat Vanderbilt. So there's three. I got you to four total wins now. Give me two more. You're gonna beat Arkansas. Eh? You're gonna beat Kentucky. You know that's on the road. You're gonna beat Kentucky. Eh? I don't know. 
And then it's just a matter of a rivalry game at the end of the year? Yeah. Stakes are high in uh, in week number two. And it's a flip-flop, right? I mean, so for Ole Miss, it's pretty high stakes in week one. Ole Miss needs to beat Louisville in week one in Atlanta on Labor Day night. Then they come home for Austin P in week two. Kind of a flip for Mississippi State. They ease into things in, in week one with Louisiana Tech. And Louisiana Tech's not a pushover. I mean, frankly, right. that is a more difficult game than Austin P is in week two for Ole Miss. Yeah. And then it's NC State. The good news for Mississippi State is they get both of them at home. And then it's a road trip to the Liberty Bowl in week three. And then off and running in conference play with LSU in Starkville in week four. Three of the first four at home for Mississippi State, as we've talked about for a really long time now. Oh, almost done with the talking stuff. Ole Miss, uh, I'm sure they're happy about having Austin P. by the way, in week two, considering the short rest. My gosh, they'll get back from Atlanta, I mean, early in the a.m. Tuesday morning. flight to leave Atlanta on Tuesday, you know, Monday night slash Tuesday morning is currently scheduled for 2 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, so, I mean, you're not practicing on Tuesday, and you don't do anything on Fridays before the game, right? You'd have two days to prepare for anybody else if it was not Austin P. So it, that's a scheduling break there, I guess, that they did for themselves, but still. If Ole Miss beats Louisville in the opener, they are 3-0 and with an open date headed to Tuscaloosa. If Mississippi State wins in Week 2 against NC State, they are 3-0 and hosting LSU in Week 4 in Starkville. Could make for a really fun start to the year. Sports Talk Mississippi will be back. From the Venable Glass Traffic Center with two locations serving your glass needs. They're in Ridgeland on 51 North and in Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive. Crossgates, call them at 601-605-4443. In Madison County, still seeing delays. 51 northbound due to that accident at Yandel. Down at the stack, typical congestion. East and westbound on 20. And we're seeing delays northbound on Lakeland at Flowood. This update is brought to you by Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call them at 601-353-5217. COVID-19 has had a profound effect on the workplace. As organizations adapt, RJ Young is here to help. We provide key technology solutions to power your business, like temperature kiosks, smart security systems, backfile scanning, managed IT services, digital lockers, and more. RJ Young will help you to ensure safety and productivity in the workplace. To learn more, visit rjyoung.com slash COVID. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktop, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4445. 
Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right, right now, there's, there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. At Napa, we keep things moving. If it has wheels and an engine, we help keep it on the road. And if it's on the road, we have parts for it. And if you need a part, you can get it fast, like same-day pickup or next-day delivery fast. At Napa, when we're not thinking about cars, we're thinking about the people who drive them. Because when it comes to serving you and our community, our motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. Same-day pickup and next-day delivery available at participating stores and on in-stock items only. Trustmark checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your truck to a tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from Tampa to Tacoma. And with new Plus checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Ah, uh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus checking. It has identity theft protection too. Don't stop about trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and I want to tell you about something new on the show. You know how much we love to grill and how much we love to talk about it. You're the exact same way, and so are our friends at Polk's Meat. So now, every Friday at 520, we'll have some fun with Food Fridays presented by Polk's Meat. We'll talk about our favorite way to grill their delicious Polk's Original, Polk's Cajun, and Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausages, as well as other barbecue favorites. It's Food Fridays at 520. No buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Your midday meeting place, the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays 10 to 1, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Your number one for sports talk. Anyone? 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 Come on, don't be shy. Sports talk, Mississippi. Bingo, man, bingo. Super talk, Mississippi. time with you on this Tuesday afternoon. Well, that was a fast three hours, fellas. When we finished up talking this morning, we said, that is a packed show. Yeah. Heard from Ben Portnoy talking South Carolina as we continue our SEC previews. Wes Rucker talking Tennessee. Lane Kiffin, his thoughts on Ole Miss and kind of looking back at the weekend. Mike Leach on looking back at their scrimmage as well. College football fix and a whole lot more. And that's what it's going to feel like, I think, all the way to the start of the college football season. It does not feel like a marathon anymore. We have reached the sprint phase. I've final, never run a marathon, so I can't really fully carry that uh, analogy out for you. But it feels final like if you got any gas left in the tank, you're sprinting to the finish line as yeah. opposed to just like stumbling to the line. We're sprinting. Sure. Next week it'll feel really real. 
I mean, doesn't school start for the the guys next week as well? Yeah. It so does. so it won't be game week, but they'll be on game schedule. You know, practice and media sessions and stuff like that. And again, there are games to preview next week. Two of them that are worth interest. We've got a Monday night preseason game in the NFL that is some serious local interest. So, I mean, it's it's here almost. Oh my! Like we're saying, it's here. It's but like the it's day before the last day of school, here. you know? And I, I thought about this yesterday when we were talking about it. I, you know, I make such a big deal about those first college football games and how excited I am. I'm not going to be watching college football that Saturday. I'm going to be, uh, I'm heading to Atlanta for, for Giants Braves. What time is the game? Six is it a night game? Yeah. Oh, you can watch at least, uh, you got big Illinois, Nebraska. I'm gonna be able to watch a little bit of that. You yeah, go find a bar in the the new district they built around the stadium the there in Atlanta. Well, I, pl- yeah, I, I plan to I plan to do something like that and get get something to eat. Yeah, there you sure. go. Me and my former podcast partner Joel T. Coleman, we will be rivals on that day. There you go. Are you going together? Yeah. Are y'all gonna drive over that morning? Yeah. So you got to roll early. early to get there so that you can get settled in for some football. Yeah, I mean, that's probably the plan. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Speaking of getting ahead, getting ahead of Friday cooking time. Salmon on the board. Thoughts? Oh, big fan of Cedar Plank salmon. Love salmon. Big fan. It's time for me to branch out on my salmon prep, though. Like I've kind of done the same thing for salmon on the grill for a while. I need to. Uh, I need to branch out and do something a little bit different. I've just done kind of like a uh, mustard and honey and Worcestershire and season all. Mix it all up, coat it. Like an Asian route is what you need to do. Some teriyaki or something. It's not a bad plan. Yeah. Not not a bad idea. Kevin says it's the bell lap. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. They ring the bell when you make the uh, turn for that last lap, and then you get after it. I did think it was interesting that uh, in response to your question about how close you are to being ready, Mike Leach said, no, 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 we're, we're not ready at all. Yeah, whoever asked not that yet. question, that was a good-looking guy. Thankfully, it was audio only. <laughs> this is video, though. Yes, yes, which is why we're thankful for limited video and other settings. <laughs> Too much. Whew. Major League Baseball on TV is really all you got tonight, right, Bort? Yeah, unless you want to catch up on Loki. I'm sorry, on what? Loki, on Disney+. Plus. It's the latest Marvel oh. series. Okay. Owen Wilson's in it. His character is actually really likable and good. Wow. If you're looking for something... Just about every night you can find some college football replays from last year, although I do find myself turned off from referees and masks and no people in the stadium. So it was one thing to do that in real time. That's what that's what you But in terms of going back and watching that, I really yeah. need them to do some reruns from two or three years ago. Well yeah, that's what YouTube is for. Let's go find that. That's There's fine. plenty of college football games available on YouTube. And you can always and you've stream, also- stream to the TV. Guys, even with limited so far NFL preseason games, hasn't it been nice to see people in the stands and good crowds in the stands for preseason games as well? Yeah. 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 I know you don't care, but watching soccer this weekend with the Premier League, 
full stadiums. They were great. I'm trying to care. This is not appointment viewing for me. I got you. I got you. It'll be all right. Thank you for being with us on this Tuesday afternoon. We'll do it all over again tomorrow starting at 3.06. For Brian Haydad and Michael Borky, I'm Richard Cross in the Pearl River Resort Studios. We hope you have a great night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. business is tough. If you're struggling with HR benefits and payroll, you're not alone. Many businesses just don't have the resources to keep up. That's where MWG Employer Services comes in. We provide a full range of employer services with everything from payroll to benefits to HR services and compliance and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. We're a Mississippi-based company that can help you focus on what you do best, growing your business. Call MWG Employer Services today at 601-206-7966 or go to mwgemployerservices.com. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.